Are we gonna start? Should I play the music? Yeah, yeah I think we we're got, ready. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get the show on the road. <laughs> Speed it up, Tony. I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Oh, hi, Vernon Wells. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Oh, man, yes, you are tuned in to the Bad Boys Podcast, episode 429, the live show extravaganza coming at Mm. the championship series. It's time. Our goddamn time we've been working on it for the last 45 minutes. Okay, big hey. Dukeroo. The oh. Big Dukeroo. That's right. That's right. So without any further ado, let's just get it cracking because it's, it's late. It's past our bedtime. People are sick. People got to work tomorrow. Let's get it going. I am your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, the hand whisper, Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. Producer extraordinary. I didn't realize that was going my hands like this and it was on the mic. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. a good microphone. The karate kid thingy. Yeah, what is going on, bad boys? Are you guys ready for this? I am ready. I'm excited. Dun, 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 dun. You ready for this? Right? Isn't that it? Isn't that how it goes? Oh, yeah. You all ready for this? That's dun. it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, because we got the championship series. We're about to see if Reed's just going to take it with him. He's going to take the title. He's, he's just running away with it all season long. So. Can anybody take it from them? About to find out tonight. We got uh, we got movies. What do we got? We got Christine, chosen by MCP, mm-hmm. and The Walk, chosen by Harley. Mm-hmm. This is a Mechas film. Mm-hmm. So, um, without without before we get get going, we have to talk about the passing of oh. of Stan Lee. Right. Um, ninety five, ninety five, man. That's a long life. That's a long, Good beautiful God. life. So he, you know, um. I think Reed was asking if anyone had like fun memories or, you know, I remember I asked the question, you know, if you guys have a favorite cameo of him, um, let's, you know, let's just quickly talk, you know, about uh, like the legacy the man's leaving behind. Yeah, obviously I, I can't speak cause I'm not a big comic book guy, but I did watch all the cameos and I didn't realize he had done a bunch of like animated cameos, television cameos and uh, video game cameos. Yeah. I was like crazy. All of it, the cameos. So that's, that's really neat. And I'll say, I watched them all, and I think my favorite was the, I think it was the first Iron Man, where Tony Stark goes, hey, how you doing, Hugh Hefner? And I thought, man, is that perfect, because obviously Hugh Hefner's gone as well now, mm-hmm. but he had the, the smoking jacket, and uh, just talk about two two sort of icons of American sort of pop culture kind of thing, you know? Sure, Absolutely. Yeah, and it's just a really quick, you know, pat on the shoulder. Hey, how you doing, Hef? And turn yeah. around, and, and you see Stanley. You're like, oh shit, Stanley! Yeah. Didn't realize we'd have a cameo in every other Marvel movie, right? Now, the one that he did in uh, Mallrats, it's uh, a lot of dialogue. He yes. speaks a lot in it, so that's that could be probably somebody's favorite. If if that's mine, more. <laughs> oh, there you go. So the more the merrier. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, Tony, you got a cameo that stands out to you? Um, the only one I can remember enjoying like more than others was the, uh, can I guess? He's a f- Go ahead. Spider-Man two. 
I don't remember Spider-Man. Oh, on the Amazing Spider-Man, sorry. With Andrew Garfield one. I, I don't remember what it is. I'd have to see it. Ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it the one where he's got the record player and then, and the headphones on? That's oh, the he's... one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You fucking dumbass. That's exactly <laughs> the one I was talking about. This fucking guy. That's funny. That's exactly yeah. what I was talking about. I, 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 a bitch. The name, I don't have a name association with it, man. It all yeah, blurs it, in my head. Well, Spidey's fighting the lizard in the background. Yes, right? yes, yes, like, exactly. He's putting like, books away or whatever. He's got his big oh, headphones. He's librarian, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. Yeah. A- so, yeah, real quick read. I um I had a chance at Comic-Con. I just got out of the House of a Thousand Corpses uh, panel, and I was walking out, and I remember there was a signing for Stanley, and I ran out there to see if I can catch him. And his line was already done. And the guy in front of me had to stick with the last sign. And thinking now, I'm like, why didn't I just fucking ask him? Like, hey, can I can I just be the last one? Like, I don't know if he was nervous or what or whatever. Um, and he, but he was just like, yeah, sorry, I'm the last or whatever. I'm like, all right. I was like, hey, can you get, can you can you uh, take my sketchbook? See if I sign it. He's like, sure. So he went up there, and I I'm, and I have this all on, on video, just old VHS. I gotta fucking find and see if I can upload it somehow. Yeah. Um, so here I'm sitting there. I'm zooming in, and the guy's talking. And funny enough, that's the same guy um, I sat next to at the House of Thousand Corpses panel. So I think we, we both had the same attention, look at the time, and rushed out there to see him. And his line had just finished, so um, which is crazy thing now. Like, like his, I don't know. I mean, the line must have been like crazy long, but when we got there, it was already uh, wrapping up. So um, I, I'm sitting, in the, I'm sitting in the back, I'm, and I'm recording, and I see him talking. And, and then uh, he points at the book, and he points over at me, and he's looking at it. And he said, I'm trying to remember what he said, but he's like, is this yours or something like that? I'm like, yes, sir. I said, I go, he's like, you want to sign? He goes, anywhere you like, sir, anywhere. You know, I'm like, I don't give a fuck what are you writing, you know? You draw a fucking penis on the goddamn book. I'll be ecstatic, you know? Excelsior, you know? Like, I don't give a fuck. Just write whatever. Yeah. So, and this, it was my sketchbook. So I'm like, so it's a, it's a bunch of my drawings. I don't know which page he was on. It was like random drawings. But he's sitting there looking, and he's looking at him, and I'm like, holy shit, Stanley's looking at my fucking drawings. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm like oh, man, it's probably one of my shittier ones. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I'm like, just for one second, you know, that second, those couple of seconds in time, man, Stanley saw my drawings. It's That's like cool. amazing. So he quickly writes it, and uh, I go, thank you, sir. I appreciate it, you know? And I just wish I was like. Come over here, can you know, talk to me, or just you know, because it was already a wrap. It was me and him. I should just went over there. I was still too nervous. Um, I, I didn't want you know, I don't want to mess anything up. So, but I, I'm lucky, fortunate enough to all my sketchbook, um, have a signature of Stan Lee, and that was one of the coolest moments. Thinking, like, man, that's 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 dude, that guy's responsible. You know, co-creator of like you know, all the great Spidey, Hulk, Iron Man, you know, the X Men. Like, it, it just goes from. Anyway, I mean, anyone that's ever touched the comic book, right? Anyone that's um, watched one of the newer movies, right? Anyone, anybody knows, like Spider-Man, yeah. right? I mean, they, you don't even have to read a comic book and you'll know who Aunt May is, right? Of course. Like, that's that's how crazy it is. I mean, from the old TV show, the cartoon, somebody's backing up their, their car or something in the background. I don't know what's going on. Oh, that's uh, Chris is starting the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> and... uh and uh, yeah, I mean, just to think, like from watching, like I said, the old cartoons from the, the new movies, to seeing kids wearing, this, you know, Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man to me, Spider-Man's probably my favorite comic book character. I remember picking up a com- uh, Spider-Man comic at a grocery store in San Diego, 
and it, the cover was just amazing. He was fighting like seven villains, and I'm like, holy shit, this is incredible. Spidey's taking on like seven villains. This is so cool. And uh, every other couple of weeks, I go back in that, in that same grocery store, and there's a spinning rack. And sure enough, the next issue was there, and the next one. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is how it works. I was like, I can get used to this. You know what I mean? Mm. So I got I so even you know even if you didn't read any of the books, you know, or watch you've seen the movies, and if it's you know if it's made you put on the mat or pretend you're climbing the walls or you know, uh, think about the childhood that guy. He's touched. I mean, everybody. The pop like you said, Harley pop yeah, culture so, just yeah. It's it's unreal. Like I, I know he had some problems towards the end of his life, unfortunately. Um, but um, just every time you see him in interviews, just this sweet guy. And he was like, even at his age, he was still like with it. And you know, and the one that the part that really hit home was when um, Amy told me that he had died. Crew was sitting right next to me. And earlier in this year, if I don't know if you guys remember, he did a book report. Like, and he was dressed as. Oh, him. that's oh, right. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when she said it, he just had this look like, oh, it was really sad. I was like, man. I was like, crew, he lived a lot, big, you know, a long life. He was 95. Um, but he just kind of sat there, um, just kind of bummed out, you know? Um, cause I think he did it for, to, cause he knew, you know, like comics, like Stanley, but he just needed someone to do a report on him. Hey, do whoever you want, you know? Then I, we needed to pick up a, that book about him and we did. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, if you look at his life, I mean, he, his wife had just died the year before, right? She died in 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they were married for sixty nine years. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's a long, long, beautiful, long relationship. So you know, I mean, you know, people say, um, you know, died of a broken heart or something. I mean, after you know, your significant other dies, it's just kind yeah. of hard. You've been with that person for so long; they're always there with you. And um, you know, he he fought off for as long as he could. But um, like I said, like I see these behind from kids, like dude, his. Even though he's gone, everything else he's created will continue to live on way before we past us. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, like one time I remember going, going. Uh, uh, oh, Amy was saying, "Hey, you gonna should we get new? Are they? Are you gonna get new shirts?" I'm like, "Why? Like these superheroes? Like they they'll always be around. You know what I mean? Like even yeah. um, no matter like what alteration or different variation, superheroes will always be around. And uh, yeah, man. So. Yeah, it was. It, it hit me. I was like, "Man, the cute community and going online and reading everybody's tweets and everything." Man, it was it was really heartfelt. Just just seeing all the really cool things, um, everyone's saying about him. His legacy will certainly live for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, man, that's the thing. It's just. Um, yeah, so I, you know, we just want to touch on a little bit, you know, we don't want to get on a start on a sad note, but, you know, it, I mean, we've, we've, we've reviewed so many of the movies of his characters that he's been in, you know, and, uh, so yeah, my favorite cameos, like you were saying, um, Mall Rats, same one Tony chose. I like, I love that one. And, uh, I think there was one where he's like a truck driver and he's trying to pull Thor's hammer and his truck fucking broke off. Yeah, and shit. I saw that one too. Yeah. He's like, did I get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he a DJ in Deadpool too, like at a strip club? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, there's, there's so many cameos. But, and I think he, you, weren't you saying Harley he had filmed a bunch of them already? What were you saying? So, about yeah, this? I read something a long time, but not, not even that long ago, a couple months ago at most, and it said that he had already filmed. Uh, at several cameos and Lee cameo. The one that uh, uh, I think I was most surprised by was the uh, Big Hero Six. 
Oh yeah, that one I couldn't. Re- I didn't remember either. Oh Spoiler yeah. Alert. Yeah, wasn't uh, T.J. Miller's character that wasn't that Stanley his dad? Yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Harley? I'm I'm googling um, if I could find where it had said how many he had already pre-recorded. In 2017, there were reports that Lee had pre-recorded a number of cameos to be inserted into later films at the appropriate moment. Hmm. Confirm the cameo in the upcoming Avengers 4. Ant-Man 2, Avengers 4, regroup his cameos together and then move him from one set to the next and kind of get him through his cameos in one day. just wanted to read what uh, Chris Evans tweeted. He said, there will never be another Stan Lee. For decades, he provided both young and old with adventure, escape, comfort, confidence, inspiration, strength, friendship, and joy. He exuded, he exuded love and kindness and will uh, live uh, and, and will leave an indemnable mark on so, so, so many lives. Excelsior. Yeah, it was just really cool to see everyone, you know, tell their stories. And, and met, I, cause I never met anyone that met him and did not like him, you know? Hmm. So, yeah, man, rest in peace, Stanley. Like I said, you're literally see Leo on. We'll be reviewing, we'll be talking about your movie, you know, all the characters you've created for a time to come. And then our kids, kids, and, you know, Spidey, like, there's a new Spider-Man movie coming out, you know, an animated one. Um, You know, it's, uh, it's, um, yeah, they, they hit hard in the geek community for sure. You know I mean? We yeah. all knew he was old. He was 95. He was getting there. We just, you know, we just thought he lived forever. You know, we knew the time was coming, but we just weren't ready. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's sad for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So rest in peace, Stanley. Yeah, for sure. All right. So Tony, you, um, heard you were about to rock us. Is that true? Yeah, I um, went to see Bohemian Rhapsody. I not think of anything. Huh? <laughs> it's all good. Uh, Lainey's brother, it was his birthday um, yesterday. And uh, for part of his birthday plans was to for the whole family to go watch Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, right on. Oh, real quick, too. Uh, Reed said Teen Titans Go cameo was great. He had one in there. Oh, that's all. Yeah. They, that's all DC characters. That's hilarious. yeah. I thought that's that. Funny. I thought that was interesting. It's oh. gonna go. Why'd you say anything then? Well, uh, yeah. Fucking jackass. Way Sorry. to go. Thanks, Reed. You want to take over for Harley? <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think he will be next week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tony. You 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 will you will rock us. How about that, mm-hmm. Harley? How was that? No, it's good. Thank you. I'm impressed. Thank you. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I liked it. It was it was decent. It, it's. I think. Are you familiar you with the music? It, just besides the you know the the major hits. What's that? Are you familiar with their music? No. Okay. Um, which is what I was about to say. Is like if you if you're a fan of their music and other music, it's probably a lot more enjoyable. Um, for me, I knew the I knew the big ones. Uh, and it was, it was cool to see, uh, their their story play out. 
you know, which is, that was, you know, the point of the movie. So, yeah, it it was, it was entertaining. I didn't have any problem with any of the acting. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Rami Malek. Um, I forgot it was Rami. Like, I, I was like, at first really? I was like, yeah, oh, that's, that's, a Mr. Good, that's a good sign. Yeah. I was like, that was Mr. Robot, you know, and then, and then it wasn't, <laughs> it's like, um, he did, I think he, and I don't know Freddie Mercury's character. I know nothing about him, you know, so it's probably really easy to convince me, <laughs> but <laughs> hey, whatever, you know, I was entertained. Hey, absolutely. So, well, yeah. The, I think he was known for his, um, uh, you know, being gay and having AIDS. And I didn't know either of those things. Oh, wow. <laughs> I see. Yeah. There I mean, I didn't know. I saw, you know, I recognized that he was flamboyant, but I was like, I, is he actually gay or not? I never knew. I never researched. I never cared to, you know, look into it further. Damn, imagine finding, you found out watching the movie. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, for anybody else that didn't know. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Um. Uh. Yeah. So there was even a moment, you know, where I had, you know, dust came and made my eyes water up a little bit. So whoa! Whoa! For the movie, oh. you know. Man, your circuitry was getting wet. So, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What the hell? Yeah. So is, that, is that twice this year that's happened? Yeah. I your calendar. Can I? Can I confirm or deny? Coco. Right. Was that last year? I don't know. I feel like that was last year. Yeah. But well, cool. Yeah, I like the music. I, I'd be curious to see you know the movie. I I'd be one. I'd run and watch if fucking movie pass wasn't fucking with me. I would have <laughs> gone and seen it, but it doesn't let me see shit and only what whatever it wants any Robert Redford movie. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone enjoyed it too, then, huh? Yeah, it's, everybody enjoyed it. One of the weird things is that. Like we went, we went watch the movie, and this is kind of goes into my weekend. But we went to Red Lobster afterward, and we took separate cars, so maybe that was part of it. But nobody talked about the movie afterwards. Hmm. Like normally, you guys watch a you know you watch a movie and then you talk about it, but like we didn't talk about it. Nobody talked about it. Like there's oh, nothing must, said. Must have ended on a sad note. Dang. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Harley. Right. So yeah, yeah. It. Probably probably a little bit, little A, little B. But I, I mean, either way, it was still it was still a good watch. So I'd buy that for a dollar. All right, right on, cool. That's cool. Yeah, because I, I really want to watch it. So you, Harley, you want to check it out? Uh, yeah, I do actually. It's it's interesting to me. Um, Is it a musical, Tony? Um, no, no. Unlike Tony, to... I'm not familiar with with uh, with him other than the hits kind of thing. Right. Um, Name the hits, Harley. Go. This is Boy We're down the line. Boom. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's, That's all I it. got. We are the champions. Yeah, yo, there you go. We will We will rock you. Is that them too? Yes, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, spoiler alert. I ruined it for Harley. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. Oh, damn. I feel bad now. I would have... I would have loved to get his reaction going, holy shit, they sing that song? It was kind of cool. There was a few of them. I'm like, oh, that's them? <laughs> See? All right, Tony got it. Okay. Yeah. Tony I definitely got the reaction had that. for us. That's cool. I had, I had those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Every, 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 if you've ever been to any sporting event, you might have heard a Queen song. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But he'll, I mean, the way they set up how they came up with that song, 
was mm-hmm. was pretty cool. It, it was it was a good good uh, movie moment, I guess. So it's good filming. It was good. good. <laughs> yes. Nice. I like that. Yeah. So they do go into that a lot. Like, do they talk about Bohemian? I mean, obviously the title's called Bohemian Rhapsody, but yes, they, yes, they they they, they, they 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 go into a lot of the how the songs came to be because apparently there's there was a like who came who who contributed the most to a particular song like written by so and so and you know that's a part of the plot or at least part of the story um so there is that element of how the songs came to be and how they got put together and does the other band members they they get love or is it all yes. Freddie Mercury? Uh, they get a little bit. They 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 get some love, but yeah, I mean it is a it is a Freddie Mercury show. I mean he makes it pretty uh, pretty pretty apparent that it is a Freddie Mercury show within the context of the plot. So it sure. makes sense that the movie would reflect that. Did you know um, the guy that was the bassist in the movie? Did you did you recognize him? Yeah, we were we were friends from way back. <laughs> Joseph no. Mazzello? <laughs> I have no idea. Played John Deacon. I believe he was the bass player in the movie. He's the fucking kid from Jurassic Park. Oh, interesting. You yeah. get all grown up, huh? Uh-huh. huh? Uh huh. Joseph Mazzello, and it says Tim, Jurassic Park. How do you like that? Yep, I I can see that. I recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So there you go. Tony buys Bohemian Rhapsody for a dollar. Moving right along. Moving right along. We got to get this train going because Reed's watching. He wants to know. He just wants to know if he's going to get the title or not. Got Come on. Let's, let's not disappoint. What do you guys want to start with? Let's go in order. Uh, let's do the let's do the walk. It's the homework, and I feel like it's kind of the easiest to for them. To uh, to guess, we oui, we oui, Monsieur. I feel like this is gonna. There's gonna be a lot of uh, certified Donaldos on this one. Certified Donaldos. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Myers, the record ex- executive. Yeah. What? Read Michael Myers from Mike- Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Mike Myers was a uh, in in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I didn't recognize him at first, and then oh, you like, didn't. Yeah, that's that's that guy. No way. That's funny. That's full circle. Because if you remember, Mike Myers made that song oh, yeah. super famous way back when. When he yes, and there was definitely World. some tongue-in-cheek type of jokes along with along those lines. So is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they enjoyed, they kind of poke fun at it a little bit. No way. That's cool. Huh? I would love the Wayne's Wayne Wayne and Garth cameo in Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, but now I'm just picturing uh, Michael Myers from Halloween as a regular executive standing there. Just <laughs> silent. Yeah. What do you think? Huh? Huh? You think? What do you think of this song? She stands there. <laughs> Man, he's fucking tough to break. <laughs> so the walk. Who chose this motherfucker? Huh? So I did. Um, obviously, you know, uh, Zemeckis... Uh, bio and and filmography speaks for itself. Make is uh, very good. He's very good. Um, I think JGL is um, also known as a consummate professional and and has some range. And I think in this movie he proves it yet again. 
Uh, it took a it took a while though, to be honest. It, it, I, I'll admit too. I, I'll, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, interesting thing. There's a couple things. This is based on a true story. Um, and then I I googled it. It's based on the book that uh, Petit uh, Philippe wrote himself. He's still alive. He's still around, although he's not a young man anymore. And, uh, yeah, in his early 20s, he did this. And, um, uh, you know, it was interesting for, like, Chris is afraid of heights. And the movie genuinely made her uncomfortable in several several scenes where she couldn't look. It was like were a you whole... watch it, Were you watching in your badass projector? Uh, no, we just, no, she would have, she would have lost it. She, she wouldn't have been able to handle it. <laughs> She she was a mess. Um, she literally could not fucking watch the screen. <laughs> so it was so like upsetting to her. So, um, but she definitely struggles from 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 a heights issue. But the, I thought it was interesting. It, it it was uh, it showed that the movie did a good job. You know. So, um, based on her story, nineteen seventy four, I think he the Twin Towers are almost finished he sees him in the newspaper in france and decides that's where he's going to hang his his cable and he is going to walk between the twin towers yeah so and, into a height like a like a semi heist movie yeah, it's exactly what i was yes. saying during towards the end it turns into a heist film and and that's not necessarily a bad thing because it keeps especially if you already know that he succeeds because of the historical aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, although I didn't know, maybe somebody of an older generation would remember it. Um, Jesus woman, what the fuck Come are on. you doing? She walking the tightrope. She's like crushed. She told you none of your business. How do you She's, like that? Don't talk shit. They can hear you. Ooh. It's live on the internet. Oh yeah. She's telling she's alive too. She's like, you're live too. On YouTube. She knows. That's why she's doing it. Just she ain't even press. See, yeah, she wants she's, to fucking. Do she's up screwing up. You're screwing up my mojo. Why don't you lay the smack down, Harley? What? Oh my what? goodness! Wow, really, Harley? That's how it's going down, huh? I guess we we're not the bad boys anymore. Oh shit! Um, Jesus Christ! Come on, Marcus, handle that. I can't. I can't. Um, <laughs> oh, she slams the door. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's not really mad, of course, but. Anyways, um, we so, want to know hang his cable question mark. Does he take a shit in the air? <laughs> the hell? <laughs> hang your cable is a is a euphemism for taking a dump in New Zealand. Maybe I hang guess his... So. hang his cable. Huh? I've never heard that one before, yeah. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> well, maybe it's the hang part. Maybe it's a laying cable. Is taking a shit in the uh, ground. No, I thought the laying cable? cable was having sex. <laughs> yeah, laying it down. Uh, hey, you this know, is down Tony. under. Who knows what it is down there? <laughs> well, I tell you what, he spent enough time up there, he could have took a shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess he was up there for 45 minutes. Fuck all that, man. I, my hands couldn't stop sweating in this goddamn movie. Oh, it worked for you, too, huh? Fuck yeah, dude. Especially when the camera goes up and looks down. I'm like, why, why you gotta do that? Why? Why are you going to do that? I'm like, oh, just thinking of it right now is making me nervous. <laughs> so you, you're you like Chris. You struggle yeah. From, yeah. from. Interesting. 
So, uh, about you, Mister P, didn't bother you? No, it didn't bother me. Oh, you sons of bitches! You're lying, suck of shit. I know. <laughs> Fucking trying to act hard on YouTube live. <laughs> to lay a cable here is to take a shit. Yeah, there you go. See? Yeah, so there you go. To lay a cable. Yeah, because <laughs> they <laughs> they fuck I'm how they give shit. this movie a lay a cable. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! We got to say that accent though, Harley. To have a root is to have sex. Oh, Whoa, god damn. What's been what's my dentist been doing then? Shit. Yeah, he's been fucking you, that's what he's been doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right that's right. Remember he gave Tony a root canal, didn't he? <laughs> exactly. I'm like motherfucker. Re, what is it when it, when Trick you uh, when you have a root anal? A root, root, is that a root canal? <laughs> a root, root C anal. Yeah, get it? Or what is it, the the the, the blumpkin? When you take a shit on somebody and then have sex with them? Wait, isn't that one? Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. lay, ca- lay, a, lay a cable and have a root at the same time? Uh, that's the freaking shit you, you guys do. You have a cable and you lay a root. You have a cable. Have a root cable? And lay a root. Man, see, now every time I lay some cable at work, I gonna, <laughs> I'm going to have to think differently. I'm going to tell the customer, hey, I got to go lay some cable outside. She's like, oh, sure, go ahead. Take whatever you want. I'll be sitting outside with a fucking newspaper. <laughs> you a big fat ass dump. She's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm from New Zealand. When we lay cable, we just take a dump. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look it up in French how you say it, because that'd be fitting for this movie. Okay. Petit. Yeah, dude, it was kind of weird listening to JGL talking like that. <laughs> you know what was distracting me even more? What? Was the uh the, hair? the female lead. Um Oh, you're, Char- you're in love. Distraction Charlotte, in a good way. Charlotte Lebon, she's Canadian in real life, and I don't even think she was trying to push a a French accent. Like throughout most of her scenes, she wasn't even trying a French accent. I don't know why they hired her. She, I, I swear to God, like during the contractual agreements, she was like, "I won't even try." <laughs> you just have to leave, but I'm afraid. That was like my biggest issue. Seriously, only- you're you're yeah. that much of, you're you're that much of a stickler about the French accent that that bothered you? Absolutely. Well, no, I mean, it didn't bother well, you, Tony? I didn't. I'm, what, what? There's a difference. I couldn't tell. Oh, I barely oh, I speak see. Spanish. Yeah, no kidding. Um, no, that was well. That was kind of my biggest sort of critique with the film was I didn't really feel that charisma or that, that chemistry between the two. But then ironically at the end, it kind of pays off. Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I thought that was actually, you know, maybe, uh, yeah, it's almost like there wasn't supposed to be chemistry between the two. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I feel like they were kind of going into spoilers, but I think it's okay. Um, he, he has a love affair with the rope. Yes, his love affair is to accomplish this coup, as he calls it. Mm. Everybody else is just a tool to help him accomplish that. Yeah, but like, yeah, he's obsessive, and I think the movie want, does. He want to root with the wire. <laughs> yeah, like most the guys, they see see things they're like I want to stick my dick in it. He's like, no, I want to put my wire on it. My wire. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah, that was the weird part too when he just fucking spread the eagle and started fucking on the on the. <laughs> <laughs> that's just weird. It's like what? What are we watching now? Started, started flossing up there. 
Did I watch the porn movie of The Walk? I'm watching the wrong one. It, but I will say this. JGL did a very good job of convincing me of the insanity of his character. There you go. And so um, it, the movie felt very family-friendly, very like, I don't want to say simple, but it felt mm. almost easy for somebody like Zemeckis. There wasn't a ton of special effects, although I guess the obviously the, the entire walk is... is I was going to uh, say, dude. Yeah, screen. come on now. It's blue screened. Um, but m- my thing is, like, I feel like from a from a standard film, it wasn't. He wasn't trying to do too much, you know. And I think that's probably why it kind of like came under the radar. Like, I didn't hear a lot about this. I didn't hear. I don't know if it made any money. Um, I can look it up, but um, um, you know, it it, it felt. Like it didn't try to do anything more than than what it did, and it yeah. accomplished that. But it also wasn't trying to, you know, reinvent the wheel, so to speak. Sure. So, um, or it, the didn't, wire. it didn't. Yeah, no shit. It didn't make any money. It was a PG film, which makes sense. Thirty-five million dollar budget only made ten million dollars domestically. Now it made fifty million foreign, so it made sixty-one million worldwide. But, um. You know, s- small, modest film for somebody like Zemeckis. So that that makes sense. Thirty-five million dollar budget. Um, what if he had to make that so he can make something that he wants? It's possible. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I looked up his IMDb though. He doesn't seem to have a, a lot going on right now. Mm. All right, but hey. uh, I liked it. I did. Oh. I had a good time with it. Yeah, MCP. Yeah, me too. I'd... I know. No problems. All right. Cool. <laughs> there you go yeah me too like I said well I think we're all big fans of JGL so you know um, it's an interesting topic just a right just something different you know something like based on true stories you always I always, always get hooked something like that you know get that tagline in there mm-hmm. um, yeah the, I the like narration. this the Zemeckis used a lot of CG and just seamlessly with like live action and, and he did a, a very good job with yeah. it yeah yeah so um the the yeah, narration kind of uh-huh. grooved really well with it too, like there's there's one scene Lainey pointed out, like we've rewound it so we can listen to it again where, um, like he repeats himself where mm-hmm. in the, uh, like in the narration he says one line and then in real in the flashback he says the exact same line, like little details like that. Oh, um, interesting. Like That's very cool. Yeah, I like when the cops are trying to get him. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you do? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, he's just like, yeah, come on, come get me. Sound this wire. Fuck that. Like when he did that spin around, they're like, oh god, what are you? Why? What are you doing? <laughs> That's all. Was my hands were all sweaty, so well, she couldn't even look, though, huh? Oh yeah, she was. In, yeah, for a ton of the movie, she, oh, she, man. she. Yeah, yeah. See, that was a horror movie for her. Yeah, I like the fact that um, we're introduced to a lot of his sort of showboating, quote unquote. Um, but not until the end, not when we see it for the first time, it's when he's up there, you know what I mean? Um, as opposed to when he's up there, are we going to see, Oh, oh, that's right. He did that other showboating one on, uh, uh, earlier in the film. So here's the payoff is now he's going to do it above the, you know, above New York. But a lot of that stuff was new. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that was that was subtle, but probably uh, in, um, intentional. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a dollar. Yeah. Same here. Three dollars. All right. <laughs> well, let's see how they do, huh? All right. Here we go. Number one. Number one. <laughs> I clicked it. Technical okay, difficulties, y'all. Please wake be up. Wake up, computer. We see your cursor moving. Oh, Bad, bad Boys Podcast. Uh, this week. Start over. Oh, you heard that echo? Bad Boys Podcast. French read. We have. The Walk, about a Frenchman, I believe. I haven't seen this film. Who goes out on a limb. <laughs> to, uh, Bonus point for the pun. Yeah. <clears throat> wrong with this one? I think Arley will give this film a slater, and mm. I will double down on oh. this Oh, I'm going the wrong way. I think Antonio will give this film a dollar as he will be bored to tears. And <laughs> I, so I give dollars to things that bore me? To tears? <laughs> <laughs> I need something to wipe my tears with, so... I think Fonzo will give this film a dollar. Because it does not like it. <clears throat> but on to whoa, whoa! Okay. Okay. He he definitely wants to run away with the title. Well, yeah, it doubles down on the Slater, which was dangerous. Mm-hmm. Did not pay off, but the accent, equal, uh, you know, um, X that out, so he still ends up with two points. The lake cable would have root in public, man. He don't fuck around. Oh, uh-huh. man, that guy. So he is up to 30. So he extends his lead. Hmm. Hello. <laughs> Hope you guys are having a good week and had a good uh, Veterans Day weekend. Um, calling in my picks uh, for the homework, the walk. I'm going to say everyone gave it a dollar. And also... Wouldn't you know it? Ain't going without a fight. Where's oh. it? That literally brings her all the way up to twenty-seven, which makes her three points. Mm-hmm. So we could, depending if I mean, and and like I said, Christine could be the game. That could, yeah, that could change. That could be definitely different. So, um, uh, yeah. So keep them going. Because you should have had an accent, what you're saying. Hello, bad boys. It's me, your homie, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> what had to say? Why do I feel like they were wearing berets, too, when, they're, when they were when too? I can only imagine. I have a plot dart. He knows there's no chance he's going to win, right? But he's still hitting us with still that. Giving, he's still coming. Yeah, there you go. And a sleep petite from the movie Blair Walk that is 
T-Walk for you American swine who don't know how to fucking speak left French. You got to be like vicious about it. Well, sorry, there's a gig star. Come on now. Yeah. Anyway, Harley picked this movie about me, Philippe Petit, walking the... <laughs> oh, he's doing Philippe Petit accent. Yeah, yeah. French. That? Has anyone ever done that? That's Damn. new. Wow. Dude, talk about swinging for the fences. That mm. rope from the now demolished World Trade Center. Harley, he's going to talk a lot, a lot about this movie, and he will give you a dollar. MCP, he liked the movie because the guy, me, Philippe Petit, is challenging himself to cross the World Trade Center and speaking Pepe Le Pew, MCP, he will give it a dollar. And my favorite, my favorite, Felipe Petit favorite, Fonzo will also give it a dollar. Damn. Point swing right there, kids. That's how you do it. That's it. You can't say no more for that. Perfectly executed. Make fun of MCP. Get all your points right. Throw the accent. Done. Boom. But, but you're still in third place, so you suck. Oh, shit. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's how you do it. I, and, and I kind of, you Merci know. I, Merci beaucoup, Art. Yeah, no, fabulous job. All right, let's see what crazy well, accents of all that comes to us. Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys had a good day. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's that accent? Well, not that voice. Happy Tuesday. Hope you guys had a good day. Um, uh, I'm, he, wait, he, I think he's reviewing the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. He's dying of AIDS. That's going too good, so I'm going to make this quick. Um, the luck. Um, I think all three of you are going to give it a dollar. Bam! Mm. Was that an accent, though? Yeah, the heroin <laughs> accent. Damn, everybody's scoring mega points. He's up to 23. So we got 23, 25, 27, and 30. Oh, here we go. All right. So I chose the X credit. I chose Christine, mainly because uh, a buddy of mine, he watched it on Halloween and recommended it. I'm like, you know what? That's That's a good one. It's a good one to... Even though I missed uh, October month to watch it, um, fuck it, why not? It's the Bad Boys podcast, isn't it? That's right. It's all good. So, yeah, I'd never seen it. Uh, Have both of you. I think Fonzo, you saw it and Harley saw it too long ago to remember. Uh, I've never seen this before. Oh, Oh, shit. Is that right? Yeah, I wasn't sure. But as I was watching it, I was like, yeah, I've never seen this. I mean, I might have seen scenes, but it it was... uh, yeah, everything was new. So, yeah, I went into it completely blind. I didn't know anything about it. And I was, I didn't even read the synopsis. A nerdish boy buys a strange car with an evil mind of its own, and his nature starts to change to reflect it. Doesn't reveal too much, but I went into it expecting, like, maximum overdrive. Yeah. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, it wasn't cringy has had a good what the where am i bizarro land what the like it wasn't it wasn't some stupid slasher 
horror. It had like substance to it. Like the first yeah, hour. This is what happens with the bully. We see character arc. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you don't like the car doesn't reveal itself as an entity until exactly an hour into the movie. So you have mm. a whole hour of just building up. So mm. fucking hey, dude, that 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 had me. That, that, <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm paying attention. And then, uh, and and the fact that the car doesn't like try to make evil faces or you know transform or something. A monster truck. Yeah, exactly. It's just uh, it was very subtle in its in in how it got its job done. You know, yeah, don't piss Christine off. Right. Yeah, yeah that aspect of it too. Remember, she made a cameo in Ready Player One. Yeah, That's right. And, and I wouldn't have. Rec- I didn't recognize it. Yeah. Next time you watch it, you'll see it. Right. Yeah. Well, how, where was this in uh, uh, John Carpenter's filmography? Well, if you notice too, it's it's written by Stephen King. Yeah, I didn't know that either until I started watching it. So was this an this was an early film, but not that early. Come out in eighty three. So I want to say, did it come out before? Let's 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 go down the list. Let's see. He did Assault on Precinct 13, 1976. Yeah, I feel like maybe John Carpenter, 1980, The Fog. Uh, yeah, so I, he had already done quite a bit of stuff before this. Oh, for sure, yeah. He is, he is banging on all cylinders in this film. He does, I mean, it has all the, like, tropes from the 80s, you know, of, like, suspense thrillers um you know the the guy gets smushed by the car i mean it's you know we've seen we certainly see things that wouldn't happen in real life but the movie like tony pointed out it plays itself straight for most of it Mm -hmm. it isn't until the halfway point do we realize that it's going to turn into like a supernatural film right and and then when it does it just takes off mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it is like one of the great villains of all time. This yeah. fucking car. I mean, I mean the, the, the scene that you're talking about where he like, he splits someone in half. I remember like watching that scene and I'm like, Oh, the, the alley is too narrow for the car. So what's going to happen? No motherfucker. It's going to tear itself apart just to kill this guy. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. He ain't fucking <laughs> around. I ain't fucking around exactly. Um yeah, I was cuz cuz here's the thing. I am I know Fonzo, you are a big carpenter buff. And a lot of his stuff for me personally kind of doesn't hold up. <clears throat> and um but in this movie is is flawless. It is so good. It I mean, like I said, if 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 you can't stand these sort of I don't want to say campy, but some of the campy acting and lines of the eighties, then you'll be turned off. But the quality of the special effects, the stunt work I, I still don't know how they pulled off the reverse the the body. Yeah. Dude, I'm I was like I'm Wikipedia right now and I'm not finding anything. Like the only thing I can think is that um the bodywork is hooked up to a chain and it's and it's pulled in and then they just play the tape backwards. 
so it looks like it's popping back out. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Right. That's the only thing I could think, but I rewound it several times, and I was <laughs> like, holy shit, is that fucking flawless. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's so good, but but like Tony points out, it's a slow... It's it's a slow kind of build, but the car isn't the main character; it's the kid. It, it you know, and and so we, yeah, and so we really see this sort of relationship develop between him and the car, you know. Um, and so, and right when when Arnie becomes the main villain in the mm. car then John Stockwell's character, he kind of disappears. And then the girlfriend becomes sort of the more important at the time. But even her, she's sort of just a plot interest to get uh, the car jealous. Yeah. Which is awesome too. Yeah, dude. I mean, driving is so good. I I was so impressed. Uh, Yeah. Another aspect I like too, real quick was uh, the nerdy guy having a friend as a jock. And they were friends. It's almost like they were friends for a long time, you know, even though he yeah. became a drug. His friend's so nerdy, but they still hang out. And that's, you never, you, you don't, especially in the 80s movies, you never saw that, right? Nerds hang out with the nerds, the jocks hang out with the jocks. Yeah. Right. I never saw the friend hang out with the cool guy. You're like, well, that's cool, you know? Because when he's, when that one, when, uh, gosh, what was her name? Super hot chick was flirting with him. And he's in the back, like, making the faces. What was her name? Um, Kelly Preston. Preston. Uh, Kelly Preston? Yeah. Um, when she's flirting with him, you're like, yo, and then he's just being goofball in the back. But it's like, that's cool. They have that relationship. Um, uh, especially since, like I said, he's like, he's, uh, was he the running back or receiver? Was he running back, right? Uh, you know, I, well, uh, he gets hurt when the back. Yeah, he's a receiver. So I guess when he jumps up, because he's not paying attention, because the girlfriend, the girl that he's interested in is making out with the biggest nerd in school. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but that, the, and you also what's always so impressive with Carpenter that that I enjoy too is that not only does he direct the motherfuckers working on the score, which was very impressive too. I mean, I it didn't it doesn't jump out to me as like big John Carpenter score, but it it worked with the film for oh for sure. It's uh, yeah, it's one of my favorites. He always ends that he has always ends his concert with that song. Oh, very neat. Yeah, the one that's when he's being chased. I mean, it's so sad that this only has a 6.7 on IMDb. I mean, so I'll, I'll say another thing. And I, I think um, it's it's sort of just fortunate um, that I'm such a car nerd. Yeah. And so t- this really is kind of a love story for car nerds as well. The, the, the character really turns into a car nerd about fixing it up. And, and especially yeah. old yeah. cars like that, yeah. they're a lot easier. Oh, yeah of work on and i mean it i know it's a cliche but it's true you know when they beat uh, her up does that does that made you sad the yellow dust in your I, I was i was like wow they destroyed that car <laughs> um wikipedia says there was uh fuck uh there was a shit ton of versions for the car like 20 or something like that What's funny too in the beginning when you see him being all made, you have that one where it's her, it's bright red. You know, you see the other bodies, you see all the other ones being made, they're all different colors. No, what's see- interesting about that, I, I remember rewinding that intro scene mm-hmm. because there's a line of white cars, and I and I swear there's no cuts 
but the camera comes down and then there's a red car. Hmm. Like there, there isn't a cut. It's not like time passed. So the camera is looking down and you don't see a red car and then it comes down to the front of the car and then it moves to behind that car and there's a red car right there. And I was like, that's already setting it up to be a, you know, a trip. Like mm-hmm. something's not right. So I thought that was cool. So uh, Wikipedia says of the 20 cars used in the film, only two still exist. One is a stunt vehicle with a manual transmission and now resides in the hands of a private Ohio collector. The other vehicles, the other vehicle was rescued from a junkyard and restored by collector Elena Hill of Clayton, Ohio. So both are in Ohio and there's only two left. At the concert, um, when Carpenter played at Hollywood, they had Christine there. Like, and the Hollywood Bowl, one of the um, parks, you could uh, see it. So I don't know if it's you know one of the ones you're talking about there. Because we went to the Christine signing, Blu-ray signing, me and Tony went. It was parked out front of the store. Remember that, Tony? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Did you get a picture, Tony, with it? Uh, maybe. Yeah. You have to go back and see yeah. Because I'm pretty sure I would have made you, even if you didn't want to. I think that's probably what happened. I was like, that? That's probably what happened. Yeah, you're like, all right, sure, I'll stand next to a car. <laughs> yeah. And even then, Harley, I couldn't get him to watch that movie. Took his friend to watch it on Halloween. You see that, Harley? That's crazy. Did your friend you, like it, though? You could have assigned it at any point. Oh, he's not he's blaming me. Look at that. He tr- quickly turned it around on me. I'm just saying. My mind had the tables have turned. <laughs> um, did you? Did your friend like it though? When you said he he saw it? Oh, of course. He's seen it probably twenty times at least. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just yeah. It's cool. It's different. Even the the font has like a you know like a cool logo like it would be on the side of a car or something. Um, and it's different. Like you said, you 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 weren't you were expecting like. Well, come on. The hood's going to come up and start talking, right? The headlights yeah, are or something like it, like has teeth and like, has like cars. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like mango eyes or something. I'm sure there is something like that too. If we, I'm sure if we, you know. I mean, it kind of had that look to it in certain scenes where <laughs> the grill was punched in and the, the rip marks kind of look like it could have been like jack o' lantern teeth. But, yeah, there I were mean, several scenes of, uh, of various. Uh, disarray that m- made the f- the car look like it had a face. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I was, I was impressed. I mean, I, I was, uh, yeah. I mean, like I said before, I, I I think it and it bears repeating, so to speak. Again, it has all the tropes of the '80s films, although Carpenter's kind of responsible for a ton of those tropes. Um, and, and not cashing in on them like so many people have done s- thus far. You know, this is 83. This is early film. Um, and so, but it doesn't do what you expect. It doesn't, it, you know, like Tony, again, Tony points out, it, it, it takes a long time. We see the car. We see the car as a piece of shit. We were introduced to all these characters, the fucking, um, the junkyard guy, which I recognize, uh, <laughs> Robert Prosky, he wrote, I'll catch your deal if you do if you help me clean around here and do this. He goes, Nah. What, what the fuck then? What am I giving you off before he got so <laughs> don't think it. too long on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What it was. yeah, yeah. Oh, I have to think about it. I'll spend too goddamn long on it then. That shit was funny. He we just saw him in Mrs. Doubtfire. That's where I recognize oh, the, the guy that the boss, the guy. Oh, the guy that hires uh, Robin Williams. That's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 
So, um, yeah, no, Christine's fine, man. It's cool. It's just like a different take, you know, on the horror trope. But yeah, it, when the car's on fire, like if you watch that, holy new shit, Purge, yeah, that scene, you strangers, uh, that scene was so impressive. So holy cool. shit, it's fucking cool. very cool. Yeah, I mean, no, it's a, a, in a, in a, a, you know, I think another thing that 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 you're reminding me now is just all it's all practical effects. There's no mm-hmm. CG. It's just. It's just good stunt work, you know, the mm-hmm. cars jumping, flying through um, a lot of the high speed chase stuff is yeah. done so well. And so, dude, I'm just I'm like, I'm all aboard while I'm watching this movie. I'm like, so the, I mean, the... I, it's crazy because it's my first viewing and I it's it's kind of one of those movies where you traditionally go. Well, if you if you if you saw this movie and loved it before you sort of have some uh, you can kind of forgive any of the 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 uh, you know flaws so to speak but for me especially cuz I'm a car guy and to watch it it's a car movie it gets a slater for me whoa whoa yeah i would i would easily watch this again um it's probably my favorite carpenter film whoa. Uh, I, I, I think largely, largely because it is a car. I'm a car nerd. I always have been. I'm always been a gearhead, and so to see the movie. I think that's so. Did you ever make it a, a thing to see a lot of car movies or no? At one point. Yeah, I mean, I've seen all the big chase scene movies. I've seen all the Gone in sixty seconds, the original Gone in sixty seconds, the yeah. you know all the the especially the ones for the seventies and eighties. Um, obviously, a ton of them are horrible, horrible movies. Um, with you know, bullet esque chases, and you know, we just watched um, the French Connection, which is another famous car chase scene where they were done all. It's all practical effects. You know, Ronin, I think, was one of the last greats. Um, and and for a modern viewer that we're so used to the, as Fonzo put it, the big black uh, uh, suburban, <laughs> you know, and flipping and stuff, we're kind of. Um, we're kind of spoiled because so much of the special effects and the CG is so good these days. But at the same time, and I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent. Um, we, we kind of don't know what cars would do in real life because everything we see now is just flipping them through the air because Spider-Man's web is so strong. Um, but the truth is this is the kind of stuff you would see in real life, a car plowing through a gas station or, you know, yeah. just jumping a curb, you, you know, that's, um, and so to, I mean, this is an action film for, for an hour and for an hour, it's an action film. I mean, I mean, even the, the, the football scene where they, when he lands on his neck, you're like, Oh damn. I mean, I'm cringing. You know what I mean? But when we, when Christine comes to life, it, it turns into a horror action flick. Up until that point, it's a, it's an eighties character suspense film kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so, but we get this, we, we almost get an, a story arc from the car. (laughs) Like he brings it back to, to life. It's just a good car for him, but then it gets jealous. Then you don't fuck with it, you know. What I, mean? I mean, it's like so. I, I loved it. I, I had a blast with it, and I'd happily rewatch it again. I'd watch this movie every year. Um, it's it should be up there with the great car flick movies. 
Um, the card gone wild, like, which it probably is, and I'm just I'm just naive, and so um, no, absolutely, I give it a slayer. Oh damn, badass, Tony. I will say that uh, that that car on fire scene, I so appreciated that the car wasn't going so fast and kind of just just yeah. kind of trailed the guy running for a little bit like let him suffer a little you know i was like it's then so... you just see the body <laughs> yeah so then it just like bump <laughs> just runs him over yep. uh, it was it, it was cool like like and, and, and it's one of those where i imagine that if it were a more modern movie it would have just like 80 miles an hour just splattered him and like limbs flying everywhere it's like no this was a lot more menacing. This was a lot more, you know, Im- imagine being that guy running and you're running as fast as you fucking can and there's just this car just strolling behind you on flames. <laughs> yeah, that's scary shit. So, yeah, it's, it gets my dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. Holy shit, I'm just baffled right now. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, this, yeah. I know, it's kind of easy, Fonzo. He's gonna like it. He's gonna like it. He likes the movie. He likes the soundtrack. No, it's fun. Like I said, I like the character arc. I love that scene, the drive-in, where it, it's just menacing light. It feels like you can feel the heat, but she's choking on something. So easily, you can tell she's burning. Or nowadays, a CG a seatbelt wrapping around her or something, right? Mm-hmm. But back then, now, you just use the light. You you do the self auto the lock of the door, so she can't get out. The windows start rolling up by themselves. She can't get out. Um, and then uh, the music starts playing right, to get even louder, to get even more chaotic. And uh, yeah, man, it just works. Like I appreciated more talking, like you were saying, Harley, talking all the stunt people. And I remember one of the, the guys that worked on the effects was there at the signing too, and he talked about that. I think he, they were used. I'm, I'm trying to remember correctly because I don't. I went back to see if I had video. I don't think I was. I think you just took pictures, huh, Tony? You, we didn't get video, huh? Yeah, I think it was just pictures. Yeah, I get back. I'm like, fuck, why did I get video? The only thing it says in Wikipedia is originally Carpenter had not planned to film the car's regeneration scenes, but decided after the shoot had finished to include them. The shots of the car regenerating itself were shot in post-production and done using hydraulics. So I don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, hydraulics could be used either to pull it in and do in the reverse or push it out. But with metal, if there's a crease, which the, the, the damage was so severe, this you would see the crease even if it was pushed out. So um, it had to have been the reverse, which I can actually Google while you're, while you're still talking. Yeah. No, so yeah, to me, yeah, I love this flick. It's fun. It's a dollar for sure for me. I'd buy that for a dollar. Good luck, everyone. Yeah. All right. Last one. I figure mine's easy. Harley's is toss up. Harley and Tony's a toss up. Well, none of these guys know I'm big car. I'm a car nut. Then all does. Yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll see. Christine, which I hope isn't a review of. <laughs> is this Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> Christine. <laughs> Hello, Miss Doubtfire here. <laughs> Harley's wife. Um, but in any case, uh, I think Harley will give Christine a dollar 
he'll think it's fine, but it's not everything Fonzo makes it out to be. <laughs> I think Tony <laughs> will give it a dollar because he likes cars, but he just doesn't like cars in the 80s. <laughs> and I think Fonzo will give this a Slater because he loves these Carpenter films and he can't help himself. So he'll give it a Slater and I'll double down on that. <sighs> My man Reese swinging from them fences, boy. But she has it wrapped up. Oh, <sighs> How's that for a championship, fellas? Ladies? Oh, you almost um, We've got a whole, a whole other minute of recordings, though. Oh, okay. Oh. Keep playing, then. Look, I, I think this has been obvious in the, the weeks leading up to this, but um, obviously if I win, I'm looking for the homework to be a little film uh, from, I think it was... How about we save it until he actually wins? There you go. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. All right, here we go. Next. Oh, Wait, man. do you have the do you have the score? Harley? Uh yeah, he's got 31 points. He only got 1 point on that one. So uh Angelina would need to score 5 points. Wait, why, why do you only get 1 point? He doubled because down. He got 1 point. for the accent, 1 point for Tony's dollar, but negative 1 point for your double down Slater. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Damn. You want to question my scoring again, no, bitch? No, no. I'm glad. I'm. I'm I. Uh... Oh, fuck you now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be nice, but fuck you. <laughs> on the extra credit, I must do the same thing. I'm being a lazy ass. I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I can't think of anything else that you guys would say, honestly. So uh, for Christine, also going to have everybody give it a dollar. So the novels all around. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, that that that's a solid second place. She got two more points for a total of twenty nine. So how lazy was that? Come on, Angie. You better <laughs> that. Yeah, if she had if she had doubled down on my Slayer, she would have been. I just sounded dirty. <laughs> <laughs> right the way you said it, right? She doubled down on my slater. <laughs> double down on my slater. I'll lay the cable down, baby. What are you gonna take a dump on her? <laughs> oh that's right. I forgot. <laughs> you can feel it. Hold still. Hold still. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Hold still. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is the cable is sex or no? Cable's shitting the I can't remember. Nasty. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody heard it too, because the way just the way you said it was so funny. Oh, oh yeah, it was great. Oh god damn it! <laughs> oh man! All right, <laughs> you got. So, what are we doing? <laughs> Where are we at? Oh, I just Harley's in love with Christine. <laughs> All right, next, next up. 
Hey guys, on to the extra credit brought to you by the no good MCP. He picked the weird one. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. He just randomly just hit on him for fucking. Art <laughs> every week. Art lays the cable down on Tony. Yeah, yeah. endless amount of insults. Yeah, endless cable laying down. Tony's like that meme where that kid's crying. Every time he just a little piece of MCP just fucking breaks him. <laughs> I don't know that I I just ignore him at this point. <laughs> like no I don't know I don't know what his obsession is with me. But oh, uh, MCP, you know it hurts. It's okay. It was us. <laughs> you can tell us. Nobody else is listening. One for him, he picked Christine, a classic of the day. Saying that he gave it a waste of time. He doesn't fucking like shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish Art was on this goddamn podcast. Man. They hardly gave a dollar, and my main man, Fonso, I'm doubling down, Slater. I'm trying to swing for the fences here in the last week. Hope you guys have a good show. Later. Man, they, you know, they got the picks right. Yeah. Person. Well, I was kind of surprised you didn't give a Slater, so. So he actually lost points on that round. Oh, no. I think we're talking shit about my man MCP. Whoa, what was that? You had an accent there. Was yeah. that your accent, Harley? I guess. I don't know. Oh, Maybe I just slowed down because my internet sucks. Oh, maybe that's what it was. So I was right. Uh, to create the coming back to life effect, hydraulic pumps were placed in the car to pull the body panels inwards, denting and destroying the car. Then, to make it look like Christine was rebuilding herself, Carpenter simply ran the film in reverse. Awesome. Yeah, it looks awesome, too. It holds up so well. Yeah, because you look back, too, you're like, okay, this was no CG, right? It was 83. Like, how the fuck y'all pulled this off in 83? Yeah. Well, ironically, right around the same time with Aliens, Cameron did the same trick with... Oh, here we go. Had to bring up Cameron. I don't want to do it since nobody knows. Every week, I'm going to five degrees of Kevin Bacon. So, yeah. So, in Aliens, the face hugger jumps on Michael Bean, and or I think it's actually Sigourney Weaver. Michael Bean grabs it. He couldn't figure out how to get the the rubber face hugger to to jump at Sigourney Weaver. So he simply pulls it off her face and then shoots the film in reverse. 1986 Aliens. So eighty six. So yeah, Carpenter did it first. Carpenter did it first. Absolutely. Ooh. Don't get it twisted. And Christine. Um, never seen. I have it. to look up the trailer. Never heard of it. But <laughs> watching it, I think Bonzo is gonna give this one to Slater and oh, come on, Tony and Harley will give it a dollar. So yeah, those are my picks. Uh, yeah, those are my picks. Have a good night, guys. Better boys for life. Good night. Good night, D. Yeah, I don't... That's weird, man. Everyone, you know, just because it's carbon, everyone thinks I was going to give it a Slater. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he actually ends up tying Art oh. for third place. Hey, Art, while well, he's down, though, huh? Yeah. Well, You should have let MCP give him that news. In fact, go ahead and say that, MCP. Tell him again. In case Art's not listening right now. But what they're tied, but in what place? Is it dead last? last. Is it dead last? Dead yeah. last. Oh, tell, tell, tell him. Tony. Maniacal so is, laugh. 
They have one, two, three, four people. The last two are tied, so they're in third place mm-hmm. and tied and last. Tell them again. Last place. <laughs> who, who's last, Tony? Art is and someone that's not art. <laughs> that's a greater insult to D. <laughs> I can't even fucking remember your name, motherfucker. Man, come on now. Oh. It's safe to say Art laid cable on that on those picks. <laughs> it did some. Mm-hmm. Well, Harley's fucking rooting all over in Christine's back seat. Well, my wife is Christine. That's what I was going to say. See, was well, that's why hearing her name. Did she watch it with you? Uh, yes, absolutely. She enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, she had a lot of fun with it. Actually, that'd be a cool poster to get too at the house with Christine on it. Yeah. Well, her name is Christina, but close, uh, enough. close enough. Uh, no, it doesn't work. Though. She's a ruthless bitch, just like the car. <laughs> oh, <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Now we're having fun. (laughs) (laughs) He'll have no fury. Um, Yeah, it was funny though. You're right. I mean, that car was she was yeah jealous bitch. So you can say it. That's one thing my wife isn't. So okay, there you go. Boom. All right. So Walt then Harley. Congratulations! You are the champion. And I think he's gone too from the chat. I haven't seen. Uh, is that is that his third title now? Three times now? You know, I don't know. I don't keep track of that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Reed and Art knows. I start every championship from scratch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We are by ourselves. All right. Congratulations, Reed. Are you going to listen to this later? But if you could just, I think you said we have um, a longer message, right? Yeah. 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 So okay. I'll play the rest of it. Perfect. Oh, three-time champ. There you go. So he's here, except my participants tab doesn't show him here. Thanks, YouTube. I'm just talking to a builder. Oh, there you go. Three-time champ. There he is. Boom. Yeah. That's Ooh, that's loud. You know why? Because it is the champion the beginning of the championship he didn't swing for the fences he kind of played it safe and he scored a bunch of points on on Invictus which ironically was a movie he picked um, <clears throat> he scored how the fuck did he get six points two three four he, he did the accent remember mm-hmm and then he got all three, so he got the bonus points for five. So he got five. Oh, he had five. He had two points from Mandy, five points for Invictus. So he took the lead early on, mm-hmm. and he never looked back, and he never made any big missteps. So, so he scored more points than everybody else. Therefore, he won. <laughs> Is that how it works? Oh, that's how it works. Well, there you go. In case you all were wondering. Yes. That's how it works. Cool. All right. So, for the duelist, roll the red carpet out and uh, play the rest of his message. I believe he saw the future and he knew the future was bright. He had to wear shades. 2005, I 
can't remember, um, called The World's Fastest Indian. Oh, hey, I've bro. seen it. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. Happy to watch it again. I think we assigned it. Oh, that's right. We, we've all seen it. It's fine. It just becomes extra credit. He, he can pick it. Starring Mr. Hannibal Lecter himself in a a very different role um, from what we've seen in, in before. He actually, I was watching it the other day with the kids, and uh, he actually reminds me a lot of my grandfather who died a few years ago. Um, uh, Anthony Hopkins gets the the accent down perfect. And uh, you also actually get a tiny wee glimpse, just a really short scene of my hometown, Timaru. Hmm. So, look, hopefully I'll win. Uh, otherwise, I've just spent a minute talking crap. Stay close for life. No, no, Reed. We know what you were doing. We knew what you were doing. You knew exactly. Oh, shit. Put up the three trophies. Look at him. <laughs> wow. So, is Reed going to join us on the next podcast? Good question. Let's see. What do you say, champ? So are we going to pick that movie, even though we already reviewed it? Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's his privilege. That's his. He's, he's you goddamn right. It the is. champ says. That's right. Um, who's our second place that gets to sign the other movie? That goes to none other than Angelina. Oh, there you go, Angie. Bam. Cool. I'll be here with bells on. Nice. See, Reading doesn't disappoint, man. He's a champ. Not only he's a champ, but he actually comes on and co-hosts. Like those other jabronis. I will say Art kind of had a decent excuse. Let's ask Tony. Do you agree? What was, what was his excuse? <laughs> he was dying. Yeah, he was in the hospital. Me. That's exactly what I was, that was, that exactly what I was expecting, Tony. Man. And expect yeah anything less. He wasn't impressed. Tony donates blood like every other weekend. And you know, <laughs> he's got no fat cells and hiking mountains and shit. You think he's got time to spare? Come on now. You know, even though he does pull ups wrong, he's still climbing mountains. So come on, Art. What's your excuse? Wait, why am I against Art? I was gonna say, what the fuck? I just want to start some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Art's Superman though. Man, you saw him. You saw him pull through. You see him in 24-inch pythons? Fucking A. I hope, yeah. I'm jealous. Whenever it comes down, yeah, it's going to be a, you know, CMCP and fucking hard doing pull-ups. <laughs> oh, man. Boom. Okay, well, there you go. Reed, congratulations again. Three-time champ. I love just saying three-time champ. We just have to, you know, to rub it in everyone's faces. I'm sure Art's going to be thrilled to be listening to this. The knowledge gonna be a little bum, you know. He's tasted that. He tasted the gold. He's tasted that championship, and he's let it slip away from his fingers. He's, maybe, maybe he'll try some accents because I think he got a little cocky. Remember, he said, "I don't even need accents. I've been winning all this time." Yeah. Guess what, kid? You got a little cocky, and now you're out there riding the pine. You're sharing the last place with Art and Angie. Boom. Yeah. Contender coming in, showing the guys what's up. Only two points. She literally only lost by two points. Exactly. See, I mean, so, that, that didn't. I mean, you know, coming into this week, it was it was a five point gap. She closed it up to two. If we'd given it one more week, what would have happened? Exactly. Who exactly? You know, over there, hardworking mom running out to the garage to make some calls real quick. Even uh, even having to deal with Harley's, um, you know, hit, hit putting some moves on her, you know, and, and her, you know, withstanding that and and still pulling through. 
it's hard, you know. Harley's advances, not many women can resist. So, <laughs> hold still. <laughs> a lot of girls out there won't say no. Exactly, you know. A lot of lot of women been laid by that cable. You know what I'm saying? You know, wasn't it wasn't uh, always sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> that had the... lots of women? <laughs> Wait, what? We Wasn't it? Uh, it's always sunny. Didn't that have that implication? And wasn't it involving a boat? And doesn't Harley have a boat? I do have a boat. Mm. Uh-huh. I'm about to explode. Scanners. I don't. I don't know what else. <laughs> uh, all the other stuff. Do you know what? Do you know what I'm talking about with the implication? Hmm. I'm not familiar with the show. Fonzo, do you? Are you, are you familiar with it? I can't. Let's see if I can find this scene. He's basically talking about... Uh, oh, here it is. And let me see if I can... Yo, hey, buddy. Uh, I got some turpentine, some wax, and some high-gloss boat paint. This shit is really expensive. Oh, dude, yeah, you're telling me. I picked us up some new slacks and dock siders so we could have the right look, you know, and fit in and everything. We're running pretty low on remaining dictile money, though. Plus, we gotta fill that thing up with gas. I know, and... man. We gotta pop by the department store, pick up the mattress. I'm gonna yeah. get a nice one, too. You know what I'm saying? The, the what? The mattress? What do we need a mattress for? What do you mean, what do we need a mattress for? Why in the hell do you think we just spent all that money on a boat? The whole purpose of buying the boat in the first place was to get the ladies nice and tipsy topside so we can <laughs> take them to a nice, comfortable place below deck and, you know, they can't refuse because of the implication. Oh, uh, okay... You had me go in there for the first part. The second half kind of threw me. Well, dude, dude, th- think about it. She's out in the middle of nowhere with some dude she barely knows. You know, she looks around her. What does she see? Nothing but open ocean. Ah, oh, there's nowhere for me to run. What am I going to do? Say no? That's <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a creep. Wait, that right, Harley. Absolutely. You're goddamn right. I <laughs> see. So... So, Angie, if you see Harley, you run the other way. Or swim. <laughs> do whatever you got to do. Just keep so Angie, yes. Yeah, so, the you winning second place, you get to choose a movie you're liking for us to review. Yeah. You know? And, and I think it's, yeah. So, our, our Reed's joining us next week. Three-time champ. Help us review the movie. And, Angie, you let us know on Messenger. What you want us to review. And uh, hey, fucking we can review it too if he wants. Why not? Right? Yeah. Right? He's got the time. Why not? He's going to be on the show. So fucking fan, fucking tastic. I'm going to a wedding on Sunday, so I don't know how late it's going, but I should be on. So just forewarning. Okay. A great fucking show, man. That was awesome. Way to go. Championship yeah. Series killing it again. Let's see here. Boom, boom, shakalaka. We got those movies picked. Hey, man, how was you guys' weekend? What y'all do? I got sick. We went out to my mom's house, hung out for a couple of days. Had a three-day weekend, so I don't have to work on Monday, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I got sick, so that kind of sucked. Um, but other than that, weekend was good. Um, me and Chris got to spend a little alone time on Sunday. We went for a little walk on the beach. Uh, that's where I, that picture came from. Oh, okay. And, uh, you, you yeah. laid the cable down? Yeah, hell yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost got him. <laughs> I almost got him. 
He's, got, he, he's quickly going up the chat right now to see. He's uh -huh. Scroll, scroll, scroll. No. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what else? What else? I like that, Harley. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, that's it. Nothing, nothing special. Huh. What about you guys? I, uh, mine's pretty long, so. Oh, okay, so I'll go next. Um, uh, let's see. Friday, we ate vegan food at a vegan fast food restaurant. It was interesting. It was called Plant Powered Fast Food, uh, with Whoa. some friends. Um, Do they have a drive through? Yeah, they have a drive through and everything. Um, but, Every time we eat vegan food, and maybe it might just be the carbs because we're just so used to not having carbs, but we just don't feel right. It's like you have, you have to go root. <laughs> yeah, there's. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of rooting going on. Uh -oh. um, wait, wait, that's the other one. Mm -hmm. yeah, have, um, there's a there's a lot of roots in the cables or something. Mm. Yeah, no, you got to put your head up the bull's ass. <laughs> But anyway, so I mean, it, it tastes good in the moment, but then afterwards yeah. we're just going, Ugh, you know, like that's, that's every weird. time, huh? Yeah, it's really weird. Um, because we're just, I guess we just too used to being eat meat eaters, you know, we just eat meat regularly. So if we have no meat in our meal, our body just kind of freaks out. And so I, I, I imagine it's something that you have to get used to. You know, you have to slowly work your way in if you're going to go full vegan. How often are you eating red meat, Tony? Um, not very often. I mean, uh, does ground beef count? Because we cook it all the way through, so we don't eat it red. Um, but we also eat no any any meat from a cow is red meat. Then yeah, all the fucking time. Oh, uh, they say that's not good. They say it's not good, but it's generally because the standard red meat comes from cows that have been injected with a bunch of, you know, antibiotics and they're fed, yeah, they're pumped with grain. They're fed, you know, just feed. It's, it's, they're, they're not healthy cows. So you get all the unhealthiness in the meat. Um, we, we've been for the last like month, we've been sourcing meat from grass fed, pasture raised, you know, mm. more he healthier meats and we feel great. So, um, so yeah, so that was Friday. We went with meat vegan, ate some vegan and, uh, regretted it. Then, uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday we had a meet at a, a weightlifting meet, um, at our gym which is pretty cool. Uh, I ended up, um, I, I hit my regular PR for my, uh, the snatch at 60, 61 kilograms or six, no, 52 kilograms. And then the clean and jerk, I PR'd all the way up to 70 kilograms, which is 155 pounds. And, and then I realized when the guy told me the cat, the, you know, the translation of 70 kilograms to 155, I was like, son of a bitch, that's my weight. <laughs> so that was pretty pretty cool. I was able nice. to clean and jerk my own weight. Um, so that was on Saturday. Um, I squatted my personal best on Thursday. Oh uh, yeah, what'd you get? And my leg two seventy five. Nice. And my legs are just finally 
not sore today. Really? Yeah. Cool. My legs were killing me for like three days straight. It cool. wasn't the day after. It was the day after. Mm-hmm. So it was two days after. So uh, I did it Thursday. So Saturday. Holy fuck. Sunday. Holy fuck. Yesterday. Not a whole lot better. Today. Finally better. Yeah. I was like. I think is that what you call when you're damaging your muscles? <laughs> uh, that's shit. the delayed onset muscle soreness. Yeah, it takes takes a little so. while for it to kick in. I'm I'm gonna be waiting for mine too. Uh, I had I had a PB today for two sixty five on the back squat. Um, oh, yeah. I was using a Smith machine too, so it's kind of cheating. <laughs> hey Art, what's your opinion oh. about Harley using a Smith machine for a squat? Oh. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't shooting for a max or anything like that. I just um sure. I just thought yeah, I just yeah. I just, just kept trying. putting more on and I was like I still feel good. And I was doing like I did 15 reps in total. I did 3 sets of 5. So I sure I could have done more. Cool. More weight. I just you know, I, I wasn't shooting for my for my max. I just wanted to push which i've never done before and my shoulder's still fucked up so i'm really trying to focus on anything other than i still can't do any kind of chest or shoulder exercises mm, right so, right um, so i've just been focusing on my deadlift and, what, and my squat so what makes you um use the smith machine uh i have a difficult time getting low enough mm, um hitting with depth. the with the regular squat rack mm. um and the Smith machine, I'm able to get as low as I'd like, and I don't lose balance. And I've tried different stances. I've tried to go real wide. And I poor. can get a little bit lower, but it's still, like, it's uncomfortable for me, especially once I go up past 150 pounds. Mm. Um, so um, core, I do oh, – go ahead. Do you, how do you, how's your core feel? How, how do you feel about your core? How strong is your core? You know, I, I think – for the last two or three weeks, uh, my back, my especially my lower back, has come a long ways because I've started to to do deadlifting every week. Um, my stomach—I don't do a lot of stomach exercises, mm-hmm. so I've been trying to work that in the last couple times I've been going. Um, but I think it's not—it's not too bad. Uh, I'm—I do a very good job of keeping my form. Um, I don't fuck with my form. Um, I mean, that's, that's my focus is to keep my form intact. Hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm not there to show off to anybody. I'm not putting numbers in a box or anything. It's just for, it's just for my own, you know, personal satisfaction. So I don't want to hurt myself. So obviously I focus on my form. So, um, I'm sure there's, you know, some, some isolation exercises that I could do that I could be doing to help, um, but I don't think it's necessarily a big wink link, my core, that is. I mean, it might be if, if you know, a physical trainer or something watched me. Maybe they would. But, um, yeah. I don't know. What, what, what do you think would be a signal of that? Um, because you said you're unstable when you go into depth, right? Uh, yeah. I just I, – I, uh, it's easy for me to, to – kind of lose my balance do you feel the do you feel the the bar on your back going forward back type thing or is it like is uh, the way you're losing your balance high on your back or below on your in your legs because if it's your legs then it could just be ankle mobility hip mobility 
if you feel like you're losing balance above your waist, I, I, it could be. Core I would say thoracic. it's more above. It's more, you know, I get top heavy. Right. So, so yeah, so that, your, would, that would suggest maybe core. Your core translates the the um the effort from your lower body to your upper body. So if that you have a sense. loose core, then your upper body is going to get loose. That makes sense. Yeah. And I will say this: I haven't used the free. I haven't used the squat machine or the squat rack since I've been doing deadlifts. So I should go back and try to do it and see, see if it's at all, if it's at all better. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. cause I do, I did read that there are some, uh, certain muscle groups that are worked, uh, more effective during a regular squat rather than using the, yeah, there's the a lot of supporting. Muscles yeah. Going through and so I've been trying to make up for that by doing the, I fucking I can't remember the other the Bulgarian squat or what single leg the thing. Split that squat. is fucking bitch, mm. dude. I I yeah. fucking lose my balance on that every time. <laughs> do, so, do lunges. Start with lunges what? before you. Yeah, I, I I I probably should. Yeah. So because I like literally I'll do like twenty pounds on each side, twenty pound dumbbells, and and squat down and like after eight I'm like falling over. <laughs> I can't even finish. I can't even do 10. Awesome. Yeah. So it's that, that's a definitely a weak link. I can yeah. tell. Yeah. So check this out. Uh, I have a video of me at my meet doing my lift. Oh, nice. Wow. Where is it going to be? At? Oh, there it is. Punch straight up. That was a good time. You get the slam on the ground. Buy yeah. that for art. Well, mine's all delay. I'm watching it on YouTube. Oh, oh. <laughs> god damn! Check the whole thing. Nice. Yeah, so that was cool. That, that was that was one of those that I didn't realize I could do that type of thing. Yeah. Uh, then uh, afterwards, we went to Snow Jam. Um, it's a snowboard skiing um, sale that they do. Um, right before the season like, starts, I they... feel like that's another New Zealand thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. a group, <laughs> a bunch of friends. We you know we just snow jam together. Um, yeah, that sounds all sorts of dirty. <laughs> hey, baby, you want to do some snow jam with me? <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then Sunday we just we well, actually we went back to snow jam to get some. We didn't realize you had to be the first five hundred to show up to get the free tickets like lift tickets so we went back on sunday and then just meal prepped and you know just chilled for the most part yeah yeah and then monday so monday we had this whole plan to um you know go to the movies for and celebrate my little brother-in-law's birthday and then i get messages from people at work they're like where are you at <laughs> oh. i thought it was a holiday no, it's not a holiday for us this year. It's like fuck. So, yeah. Whoops. I had to cash in some PTO, but anyway, nothing too exciting. Well, that's cool that you can do it right then and there though. Well, I mean, yeah, it it's I've been there for twelve years and you know every once in a while I get to throw my weight I'm, around. Yeah, nice. I know. I've been there seventeen years and I still have to do it fourteen days in advance. Bullshit. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. 
It helps oh. that I'm good friends with the owner. So. That's definitely. Yep. <laughs> he was he was at your wedding, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he he talked. <laughs> you know, he gave a speech. All right. So how's yours? How's your weekend? Oh man, it's a, a big one. The voice lost and all. Yeah, a lot of yelling. So let's see. We started off on Friday night. Um, is it Friday night? No, Saturday. No. Um, yeah, Saturday we started heading to the road. We stayed at that beach house again at Venice. Um, and we were going to a Kings game that Saturday night. Uh, it's a Staples Center. And think about this. It's crazy. Like, if you ever look at those videos on YouTube where they uh, deconstruct us, um, the stadium from one sporting event to another, mm-hmm. they just lay the basketball court on top of the ice. It's crazy. Yeah. Season's going on at the same time. Staples Center's on Saturday night hosted a Kings home game. That Monday was a Lakers home game. And then that Tuesday was a Lakers. Or Sorry, I'm all confused. Sorry. This a Saturday, Kings home game. Sunday, Lakers home game. Monday night, uh, Clippers home game. You know? It's funny. Wow. The same store you go to before, it's, you know, all all Kings stuff. I'm sure the very next day was all Lakers stuff. Then the very next day, all Clippers stuff. Like, they got to change that all the route. Everything. All the designs, all the banners, everything. Um, crazy. Yeah. So King, we saw the Kings game. Watching hockey live is fun, you know. Not, not a lot of scores. So when someone does score, it's a lot. It's awesome. And we were hoping to catch a fight. We didn't catch a fight, unfortunately. Um, we were surprised too. We had a suite. Um, we had some food to ourselves, you know, in the in the room, which was awesome. Some chili and stuff. Tony could never eat ever in his life anymore. <laughs> chili and chili and nacho cheese, hot dogs, chicken tenders, you know. Oh, I could eat it. I'll just hate myself the next day. <laughs> That's true. This this is true. Okay. Let me rephrase that. You're right. Oh, but then when the dessert tray comes out, oh, yeah. It's just like, man, close that door. What are y'all doing? And we <laughs> we and the, everyone has to order like, like the adults have to order because if the kids go out there, fucking forget it. It's it's game over, you know. So they they had like one big chocolate chip cookie and they cut it into four squares. I mean, it was insane. It's in, it was insane. So, unfortunately, the Kings lost to the Flames. It was like 1-0. We were hoping to catch fights. So a lot of scuffles, like four or five scuffles. Thought it would be a fight. No fight. Um, so, we're like, all right, dang it. So, I right, well, after the game's over, um, Staples Center's on Saturday night was going off. There's They have an ice rink around there. Um, Huge-ass billboards. I mean, buildings with, like, you know, it feels like New York. There's like, one building lights up. There's big, huge banner, like LeBron as a Lakers. It's still kind of weird to see LeBron as a Lakers. It's still kind of weird. Um but uh, yeah, just I mean the nightlife there's so to me and Amy were laughing because Amy was like there was people lining up to to go ice skating. It was like past ten after the game, and Amy was like, "Why are they just now lining up to go ice skating?" It's like past ten o'clock. She goes, "Oh yeah, that's right. People go out at night. That was <laughs> we're homebodies then. Nine o'clock comes on, my basketball shorts come on. I'm, you know, I'm comfy at home. Um, so we're just kind of laughing how like we're so like old. We just stay at home all the time. People do go out late at night." And uh, so, yeah, so after that, we were like, cool, we got a whole full fun day of Universal Studios Hollywood. And um, and Chad and, and Tina, they got this. They did all this for everybody. They just wanted to have this three-day Veterans Day weekend. They just wanted us to all enjoy, you know, have a good time with the family. So you got a suite for that that night. And then we got a private VIP experience for Universal Studios. So we had a group of 28 people. So we thought, man, this is going to be crazy, right? So – Luckily, um, so there's there's like two. I didn't know there was two versions of VIP. There's just one with the VIP experience. 
double VIP. Yeah, and then the, yeah, and then the, the Trace Busta Busta. Everyone, we actually have a tour guide, man. And Peter, shout out to Peter, man. My man Peter, shout out to Peter, man. He was great. He's a big, tall dude. Um, I would have loved to like try to get him on the podcast, man, because he knew his shit. It was cool. And uh, he was a tour guy, real tall guy. So he'd be like, Peter's group, just yell it out. And everyone knew where he was at. And we all lined up because even Chad warned him, like, all right, man, we got a bunch of scragglers, you know, we got little kids. Might be hard, you know, because people got to go bathroom random times. He's like, all right, cool. I got them. And he's like, I got, you know, just ran a perfect tight ship. And we read, we, we rode every ride, got to see almost every show. The only ride we didn't do was Jurassic Park because it's closed. Um, and we didn't do Kung Fu Panda, but. So when we get there, we get our we get our lanyards. We go in, we get a little free content of breakfast. We're thinking just you know random you know little Danishes and little yogurt stuff like you know no place have and these little like ham sandwiches and like um, raw eggs and just you know all fuck ice cold bottled water some some complimentary sunscreen and like um, uh, tick you know uh, mints. And uh, chapstick and and, and 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 water, right? So that's where I started taking those pictures where they had that original script of ET where it said "Boys Life," you know, and it was hanging on the wall there in that glass case. I'm like, oh shit, that's badass pictures mm-hmm. with ET directing. Then there was that one picture I took of Scar of Tony Montana. If you guys read it, where he got burnt, I yeah. did see that. Yeah, so that was very interesting. Um, and those are just lying on the wall there, you know, just little cool things like that. So after we had uh, a little breakfast, he's like, "All right, what do you guys want to do? We're, let's." He's like, "Let's do the you know the the, tr- the trolley because that or the tour because the tram ride, you know, because that takes the longest." So we're like, "Perfect, let's do that." Um, and we had one little trolley all to ourselves. And my thing was like, "Okay, are we going to be able to do the rides like the regular tram?" You know. And I look at the bottom of the trolley, and it's got the wheels to the left or the front, or it's it's perfectly set up to do the tram. So we had a tr- our own very own tram ride, but just with one trolley, just our whole family, 28 people. It was insane. Nice. Yeah. So we got to do the whole, and he goes, he's like, we're going to be able to do the tour that the tram does just by ourselves. I'm like, whoa, no way. Why don't we go into the trolley? There's like a big ice chest thing. You open it up, fresh water there for everybody. And you know, fucking water at the theme parks are like $8, right? They're just mm. ridiculous. There's a ridiculous price. So we're just getting free water there. Like, this is amazing. So he's giving us the tour guy, you know. Um, I was talking to him before the whole thing, and I was asking him about some questions, you know, if because we, if we, I read on that paper about Scarface that Stage Twelve was that scene where he fucked the the mansion shootout scene was filmed in that famous Stage Twelve. Oh, and I asked him, "Are oh, we gonna be able to go in there?" He goes, "Ah, oh, we can't, unfortunately." I'm like, damn. But uh, so we're just talking shop, talking movies. So the whole time doing the tr- the, the tram, he's like, "Hey, Alfonso, check this out," or he just kept like s- singling me out, you know, just like uh, it was really cool. I said, hey, where, where, what is this from? He's throwing trivia question. I'm like, oh, shit, this is badass. That's pretty cool. Um, so he's doing the whole tour and everything. So I had not done the tour in forever. So there's a lot of new things like the King Kong ride and uh, and uh, Fast and Furious. When was the last time you guys went to Universal? Or have you guys ever gone? I, I went once when I was a kid. Yeah. <clears throat> Everything's still like 80s stuff, right? That took me, yeah. Yeah. So they do a lot of cool setup, you know. This a lot of stuff is you know still the same, but there's still there's some brand new stuff, and um, it's just so cool. It's so cool, like going by. He just randomly goes, "Oh, see that little like lagoon thing like we got going there right there, by like next to all these like commercial buildings." Like, oh, that's where Creature from the Black Lagoon's filmed. You're like, what? That's where it was filmed. You know, everything is like, yeah, we try to make it look like the Amazon, but with the California mountains in the back, it was kind of hard to hide. And sure enough, they show a clip from the movie, and then in the Amazon, you get the big mountains in the background. It's pretty funny. Um, hmm. That's the cool thing too. They have a TV in the in the in the 
and the trolley so you can see everything like you know, oh this was like, when we get to the metropolis area um, the, all the, like the New York looking area you know the metro, metro I can't even speak metro what the hell I'm looking for metrosexual metropolitan sorry that's it metropolitan area they show the, they show scenes from the from all the movies that were filmed there you know um, but my biggest thing was the courtyard from Back to the Future man the clock tower town hall man, oh, that, that was cool I saw got, the picture, yeah. Oh, we got to get out and walk around there, man. I was like, are you fucking – we got to sit on the stairs and get a group shot with everybody on there. I'm like, man. He goes, oh, you know, Gremlins was filmed out here too. He goes, if you look over there, that's where Biff and them were fighting. I'm like – and I'm just fucking – and you know – you remember like in movies when they when they, they like show you something, like a, like a scene? Like, or like a, they'll just show you – you know, they're filming something like a building. And then it'll do that thing where like it'll it'll go back in time. Same building, but it'll go back in time. People start walking it, you know, where someone's daydreaming. Mm-hmm. That's what I started picturing. And he goes, that's where Biff and them go. And I can see the scenes from the movie. And I'm standing there right there watching, you know. And he's like, oh, that's where they went here. That's where they went this. And I'm looking. I'm like, oh, man, that's crazy. But we're walking on it. He told me the water from part two, like that tank, it's still under the grass. It's still there. He's like, what? yeah, yeah, it's crazy. He was like, I'm not sure there's no water, but I'm sure there's like that, you know, the pool looking thing. The pool. Know? Yeah. But he's like, yeah, he's like, they left it there in case they're going to ever use it again. I don't know, but it's still down there. I'm like, holy shit, that's crazy. <laughs> Bizarre. Yeah, so we started walking towards this other area, and they had the Lion Estate sign. The, the you know, the big things from, you know, once he goes to, um, when he was in the past to there, you know. Uh, they had the old signs that you can see they're all, like, falling apart and everything. But I'm like, holy shit, these are the actual Lion Estate signs from the movie. You know, this is crazy. Welcome back. That is crazy. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, and guess who else is on? Who? Angelina. What? Yeah, she posted on Facebook. Oh, on the messenger? She's been Yeah, listening. it says Yeah. Okay, she even that. she even picked her movie. Oh, all right. All right, on. Yeah. Um, what was it? Kill Bill volume. I kill Bill, so you'll be pleased. Oh, fucking hey. And um and so yeah, so we got to walk around there and cuz he asked us, "Hey, what do you guys want to do?" We're like, "Well, f- well fuck it. We want to walk I like, I've always wanted to walk around the back lot, you know." Let's do that, and he's like, "All right, I'll take you to one of the some of the sets, and the property department or the props department." We're like, "Cool." The tickets to where Will and Grace is being filmed. You got all these like where the audience, you know, record on a live in front of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They got the four sets, man. Dude, no wonder actors are small, man. These sets are fucking tiny, man. Like, it's crazy how the camera like blocks off all these like lights on top of the fixtures. Like, there's so many lights on top. It's crazy how they block it off. Mm. You got the one room in this room and that room, right? Got the mics to record the audience. It was crazy. So he showed us that. They went to the props department. Then we were, we, and then he's like, all right, this was filmed here. This was this, this is used here. And you see all these little pieces of paper stuck on like a certain movies being used. I walk by one and he goes, oh, this is the, the monsters, um, grandpa's piano from the monsters. And I'm like, oh shit. And we're so weird. I couldn't take a picture of it. For some reason, a portion of the, Props department, you couldn't take a picture of it, but further on you could, which is kind of odd. Hmm. So, all right, yeah. <clears throat> but he still had an old ET prop from the old ride and stuff, or from the store, which was really cool. The kids, t- kids totally geeked out on that. So we did all that. Um, but before that, I'm, oh, I forgot. We we did a couple of rides before from the trolley, like King Kong. You had to wear 3D glasses, right? So you go inside this cave, and uh, or you go in, you know, Skull Island. And they got all these monitors from the left and I know on the right hand side. So if you're sitting on the left, you'll see a lot of parts on the left. But you can, you know, you can keep going back and forth looking over. Because they do a good job of King Kong jumping over 
lands on top of the trolley, it shakes, and jumps to the other side, and he's fighting T-Rexes. And I hear his crew going, this is amazing! (laughs) (laughs) Right? He just can't stop. And there's this thing where fucking Kong's got a T-Rex, and man, he goes to town, he grabs his jaw, and just, you're like, oh, shit. I look over to my to my seat in front of me, and one of the kids that came with us, he's got his ears covered up. He's got his face up. He's just not having it. Um, the girl behind me, the oldest of the kids, it was she was crying. She was terrified. I'm like, what? They're like, and all I hear is crew. This is amazing. Oh my god! That part was pretty cool. I didn't know how I was going to take because I'm a big fan of the original King Kong ride. If you guys remember that one, mm. you guys remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full on lights, like big King Kong head, the helicopter's falling down, you know? Mm-hmm. Of that burned down, you know? So I guess not, they didn't want to remake it, so they just figured it's easier just to do the three version, you know? Um, so I'm like, all right, you know? And Amy had a good point. She's like, this, it's easily replaceable. Like, if whatever the next movie franchise is, you just, you know, film for it, and there you go, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's cool. Peter Jackson starts talking about the ride. They have, all, they're very involved with it, and he's like, all right, wait, don't put your glasses on yet. We're almost there. And he goes, oh, Right now is a good time to put him on. So it's cool that to hear him talk about it, you know? That was cool. So that was really cool. So then we did that. And then they still have the water coming down, the whole um the flood. They still have that. And uh and then I was like, Oh man, and then here comes Jaws, you know. I'm like I told Crew by before we got in, I'm like, hey, make sure you sit on the right hand side because my man Bruce is coming up here, right? And uh and then my man Peter's got the pun game going with George the scuba diver getting killed, you know, and he's like, Hey, that's oh man, he's like you know what, he had a lot of guts, man, you know. So uh We'll see you later, old chum. So we start coming over. Like, let's just park over here. Let's, let's just park right next to the flammable gas. We'll be safe here, right? And sure enough, all the gas are exploding. And the kids are going. They lean back. They're like, whoa. You can feel the flames, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, and I, was, I felt bad because I almost kept spoiling stuff for crew. I'm like, oh, hey, watch this. Hey, hey, watch this part. Oh, this part's going to be cool. I'm thinking, myself, <laughs> shut the fuck up, man. Don't Just let them experience it. Like, you're going to ruin everything for them. And then sure enough, when the shark came out, he's like, oh, he's like, I have the perfect view. <laughs> and sure enough, like I said, the right side, man, he shoots up the water, pops up and jaws there. It was awesome. And I look back and, and Ribbon Reagan are just like, oh, I can see him leaning back. I went, oh, every time it popped up. I mean, it's fucking Bruce. For, you know, you see him for the first time. It's cool. And, um, and before we got there, we're like, we're going to take a trip to uh, Amity, uh, to the beach. And they got the, the billboard from the from the movie, you know. And uh, and I was trying to video it on my phone. And dude, Peter this is so cool. He goes to the driver. Oh, hey, can, can you uh, can you stop for a second? Can you go back so um, he can get a picture? I'm like, holy shit, man! That is that's fucking VIP status right there. You know, the trolley be like, fuck you, we're going. You know, <laughs> we got we're on a schedule. Because that's the other thing too. I was thinking, how what a kind of tight ship they're running. Because you have the regular tram right. They have to go through. And if people are paying for the VIP, they have to fit somehow that schedule with this that trolley to go. You know what I mean? So it doesn't affect the other trolleys on their regular schedule, you know? So they have to have it all figured out the night before or whatever. I don't know, man. But this, this will work hard, man. Those guys are amazing. So sure enough, the driver pulls back. Take a picture. goes, did you get that picture? I'm like, I did. All right. Thank you. He's like, all right, cool. Let's go. All right, let's go, driver. Let's go. And I'm like, and Amy looks at me. She's like, man, like Peter's your best friend, man. Look at that, man. He's hooking you up. He's doing all this for you. I'm like, I know. That was pretty neat. And then he drops the fucking bomb, man. He drops the line of uh, what the mayor says. He's like, we're gonna go to the beach. He's like, "Hey guys, guess what? The beaches are open." You know, he said the line from. Jo- I was like, "Oh, I was geeking." I was like, "Peter, you're the man." I was laughing. I was like, "No, don't say it." And he started like, "Beaches are open. We're gonna have fun. Nothing to worry about." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> that was pretty clever." So just that whole trolley was right. So after we did the props department, we get back on the trolley. He's like, "We're about to go have our our. The, you guys, you're about to have your lunch." One o'clock comes around. 
all you can eat buffet. Um, VIP executive chefs outside, you know, greeting us. We're like, holy shit, this is fucking crazy. We walk in, fucking Count Dracula's our fucking host. You know, <laughs> he's telling us to come in. You know, he's like, all right, come in, people. We're gonna, you're gonna eat. Then I'm gonna eat you guys later. We're like, what? He's just dropping these fucking puns. You know, he's like, and for some reason, if you know, he doesn't have the full on Hungarian accent, but he had like, you know, just enough, right? Just like, enough to keep you on your yeah, toes. Yeah. yeah. He's like, if you're, he's like, and if you're, if your phones are dead, like me, we have a charging station. I'm like, fucking charging station, genius. Think it because you're, you know, you're posting pictures, you're recording shit. So sure enough, they've got these wood, little wooden things for all these different uh, charger cables for all different types of phones. So while I'm eating, my phone's being charged. I'm like, it's fucking genius, man. That buffet, man, holy crap, man. There was everything. Tony, again, you'd eat it, but you'd probably feel bad. Caesar <laughs> salad, ceviche. Ain't no pro- wait, 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 hang on. There ain't no problem with salad and definitely no problem with ceviche. You bring okay. that shit on. You well, give me a bowl of it. I, that's only the first table, my friend. I I'll still I, – I only need one table of okay. ceviche. Okay, oh, that's true. You could have you could have been good with that. You could have walked away. I look over at crew. Crew's got like 12 California rolls on his plate. I was like, Dude. crew, you still got more food to go. What are you doing? He's like, I love sushi. I'm like, all right. <laughs> oh, man. So sure enough, I everything sushi. I see, I'm like, ooh, I got to try that. I'll get a little bit of a little Caesar, a little Caesar salad, some, um, some ceviche. They got they got just a plain shrimp for the the shrimp cocktails, um, and the cocktail sauce, and they got some sushi. So I'm like, cool. Now we're going. Oh, some pasta, sure. Oh, some meatball. Yeah, throw that in there. Oh, some sausage. Why not? Boom. Plate's fucking big enough too. You can do this crazy. Uh, moving right along. I'm like, oh, there's some French fries. Sure, throw that in there. Filet mignon. My man's cutting it up right there for you. Mm. Unbelievable. That's my yeah. shit right there. <clears throat> oh yeah, sauteed, man. Butter sautéed mushrooms. He was cooking up to right there. Oh man. It's unbelievable. Oh, he even said to the jackal when he let us in, he goes, All right, guys, come in here. You know, and uh oh, you guys can feast. I mean, I'll feast on you guys. I mean, you guys are gonna eat. They and the and the chef's like, Don't worry about it, guys. I put enough garlic on all the food. He ain't gonna even touch you. Don't worry about it. It was just great. I mean and while we're eating, even Doc Brown shows up and he's talking to us and everything. He had a flex capacitor watch, Tony. Dude, he Bad lifts ass. the watch, pushes a button, the flex capacitor. I was like, Are you yes. fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's awesome. Full on character. Talking about everything. Go, hey, what time is it? He goes, well, I'll tell you what time is it. 1885, 1893. He's got four fucking watches. And he puts out another watch out of his pocket. It was insane. He was dressed as a future Doc Brown. So it was cool. So we're sitting there eating dessert too, man. They got the fruit tarts. They got the fucking chocolate cannolis. They got, oh my God. I must have gained fucking 30 pounds. Just that buffet alone. It was unbelievable. So right after that, boom, let's go. He's like, all right, guys, what do you guys want to do? He's like, he just, you know, he knows the map, right? He just knows everywhere to go. So... It was so crowded that day, you know, we wouldn't even know just because we were in our own zone. We were in our own group, you know what I mean? So it was insane. And not only do you go to every ride, it's um, you get to go um, front of the line on every ride. So he's like, all right, guys. So we have the walking day experience here, and then we can go do a show right here. If you guys, that works, cool. So we walk in, walk in front of the line, press, boom, go in there. It was like a, it was like a maze, and it was walking dead, and it was fucking cool. Was scary. Kids got in there. Some of the kids were scared. We, my, You remember Mike Huang, Harley? He came with us and his family. Yeah, he grabbed Ram, grabbed Chad's king. Hey, come on, you're going in here. He's like, no, I don't want to. Just grab him, threw him in there. <laughs> it's like, nice. put in there. Zombies coming out everywhere. It's dark. It was awesome. And it, it was just short enough to when we got out, we got in to go into the special effects show, which is another 20 minutes. And just he just knew exactly where to go and take us from there to the Harry Potter world. Um, they went to the lower lot for a Transformers ride. Um, dude, it was Transformers ride, another 3D ride, which was awesome too. I didn't know how it was going to light, but that that Transformer ride is awesome. You're driving fast, you're flying in the air, 
do another thing crew this is amazing they shoot the water you know oh even the fast and furious ride in 3d i forgot in the trolley it's 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 got they got, they got the actual actors vin diesel the rock tyrese they do a cool thing where they're like holograms you know um, um it was like a big dance party all these hot chicks are dancing and then the uh, next thing you know you're in, in fast and furious scene ch- being chased by owen shaw and same thing you got the rock fucking fighting on the left hand side doing his fucking thing you got vin diesel over here dude fucking vin diesel man full-on vin diesel fast and furious style jumps out of the charger like while he's driving like i don't know I, it happens so quick like you even you don't realize how he just jumps out and he goes i got this jumps on a fucking helicopter <laughs> He looks bigger than the helicopter. It's so funny. And he takes mm. it away. And, and then there's a scene where you're fucking driving fast. And you're in this little ass trolley. You feel like you're hauling out of it. And then you feel like you're jumping in the air. I don't know how they did it. Movie magic. It's fucking awesome, right? I'm sure I'm missing a lot of something from the trolley. But I'm I'm all over the planet. So, but I can't help it. It was just so much, so much fun. Kids are having a blast. Transformer ride. Recommended. Sort of fun. Slater. Tron. Oh, yeah. Slater. Transformers ride. Full on Slater. Easily. Megatron grabs your car. He starts shaking it. Optimus Prime's coming in, punches him. You're like, oh, yeah, come on. Dude, you're cheering. The people are in the car car cheering. Oh, dude, it's amazing. You're falling down from building. You go through a building. Dude, that ride, awesome. Then right after that, went into the Mummy. Mummy ride was fun, too. Um, That that was the first time River Rain got bummed because they they weren't tall enough. And I was like, oh, that's Mm. So after that. Four escalators to go down that lower lot, actually, which was pretty funny. Transformer rides down there, the Mummy and Jurassic Park, which is funny because that's all you know. That's all you really need to do. Go upstairs, mm. and then you go in Springfield. They got Most Tavern. They got uh, Krusty's Funland. It's crazy. It's like fucking Simpsons World. It's crazy. Um, another three D ride. Simpsons ride, I believe, was the old Back to the Future ride. Um, so that was fun. Um, and again, mm. Peter just touring us everywhere. But so he only, we only had him for like a couple hours, like five to six hours after that. Um, when he left, we all had the joke about going, Peter, we had, we had no idea what to do, man. It was so fun. <laughs> we were so lost once he left. Um, but he took us to the Harry Potter world, tried some butterbeer, which tastes like cream soda and butterscotch. And it's so goddamn sugary. Like, I recommend like buy one for the family. Everyone can share it. And it's, it's cause everyone can sip maybe two times and it, you'd be good. Harry Potter world. They did such a great job with that, which I still don't understand cause it's a Warner Brothers property. So I don't know how Universal got it. Hmm. I was kind of curious about that. I wanted to read it because Peter did say in the tour, oh, Warner Brothers, there's no rivalry with studios. Like we use our studio stages all the time. Warner Brothers comes in here. We go over here. It's, it's, it's totally fine. He, he brought up a point in La La Land where he said, um, he was watching a movie and there's a part where Ryan Gosling is doing that photo shoot with the new band. And there's these like columns in the background. He goes, I wonder what those went. Um, they were missing at the prop department for a week. He said, like, I wonder where they went. And when I watched La La Land, I saw him there. I'm like, holy shit, that's only something you would know. You know what I mean? And he noticed. It was pretty funny. Um, and then, so let's see. The Harry Potter ride's awesome, too. That whole world. You know, um, that that was like a mix of 3D screens and um, like live action stuff um, flying in the air, like big dragon heads and spiders, which is really cool. So if you're a big Harry Potter fan, dude, people dress up to go there, too. It was crazy. There's people dressed up from the new movie, just hanging around that world, taking pictures. Kind of fun, you know? It's like when people cosplay at Disneyland, dress as their favorite characters and go. It's like this whole new thing. The Harry Potter world is really cool, really well done there. Um, they got two rides, a little small one for like the kids and adults. It spins around a couple of times, goes fast. But the big main one is is um, is um in inside like the big castle. And I'm not going to lie, man, I got a little nauseous after a couple of the 3D ones. It's mm. so much. Yeah, I don't know if it's my old age. I don't know what it is. 
But the Transformer one was fine. The Harry Potter a little bit got got to me because um, it, it's like a you're kind of like a, this weird gyro where you can you you get put in a harness you can look up left right almost kind of go upside down and right so it's kind of neat how they do that one it's it's, it's one of the newer ones um, but after that I got a little nauseous because after the Simpsons ride a little nauseous just like when we ride a little nauseous so I'm like uh I don't know if it's because my my brother in law Chris did say that the Harry Potter ride he said it was his favorite ride when it was in 3D. Too many people got sick, and I'm like, yeah, I could totally see why. Because you're fucking flying through a Quidditch match, and you're going through everything. Um, you're just flying everywhere, you know. It's like insane. That's probably my favorite part too. Whenever you like to do flying things, like with Transformers too, when you're like driving, you're hauling ash real quick in the street, and then you get lifted up, and now you're flying. And it's weird too. Like the the, the screens aren't that like heavily. I, I wanted to see them like in HD, super bright, you know. But they think that they're 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 maybe pre-converted or something because they're kind of dark a little bit, but it still doesn't take away the effect. I mean, because there was like a big missile coming at you at one point, and then the whole room got warm, and it was like slowing down, and then you got pulled back. It was pretty badass how they do that, you know? And when explosions hit, water comes everywhere. So much fun. And towards the end, we went to the Waterworld show. That was a lot of fun, too. Um, crew wanted to get soaked. So we went all the way to the bottom. It was like 5.30. It was already cold. But... um we didn't get soaked, so I got lucky. I even took one for the team. I was debating. I'm like, I don't know if I want to get wet. It's already night. But crew really wanted to get wet. So I'm like, all right, I'll go down there. We didn't get we didn't get wet. So I was like, thank God. But I would have done it for them, you know. But the water roll show is cool. Man, those people, those guys are nuts. They Some of the stunts they do without even like a harness around, it's 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 cool. Like The water world still, it was cool. And the whole time I'm a universe, I'm like, I should make water world the homework. I should make uh, Back to the Future next credit. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that everything that was in there was like, oh, it'd be cool to make a movie. Or uh, when we were in Wisteria Lane for the Burbs, oh, I should make the Burbs a movie. Um, um, just, just it's cool, man. If you're a big movie buff, Universal is is cool to to check out and do. And then on uh, last night we went to a Warriors Clippers game, uh, another sweet different location. Went to overtime, which was fun because the Clippers were leading pretty much like the whole game, which was weird. Um, granted, Steph Curry was out, but still that fucking Warriors team is full of all stars, so. You know, fucking Curry's not there. They still have Clay, Duran, and, and Green, so fuck all that. And um, they went to overtime, which was fun. Uh, Mike and his family were all Warriors fans. I'm like, felt bad. Nobody's rooting for the Clippers. They're the home game, so I had to root for the Clippers. Because they even asked me, hey, you Laker fan, what are you going to root for? I'm like, I'm not rooting for the Warriors. I'll tell you that much. I'm rooting for the Clippers. <laughs> Same thing, food, you know. Um, we had a lot of food there. And, uh, dude, after the game, I – like uh, we had, we had cotton candy for the kids, so but the bag that we used for the cotton candy, we were taking that food home. I put in like a bunch of hot dogs, hot dog buns, the chicken tenders. Through them. I'm like, hey, we ain't gonna waste this food, you know? Probably you'd have been proud. No, I already am. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I, I, in fact, that's what my dinner was: hot dogs from last night from the game. Cool. Um, basketball. So I think I've seen almost every kind of type of sporting event. Like I've seen football live, baseball. Hockey and basketball. Yeah, that's cool. The you know, hockey was fun. It was really cool. I think basketball is is, is just fun because everyone's it's going back and forth, you know. And um, where hockey, you know, it's kind of like you know, same with soccer. You know, you got to wait. So it does make it more exciting when someone does finally score. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basketball, man, they had way more like t-shirt prizes and a lot of things mm-hmm. in between. What's what's fun with hockey is what's interesting was like um, they took they almost take a break like every ten minutes. It was weird without tech calling a timeout because the ice crew would come in. You see, like four or five people skating, clean up the ice, like from all the, from the, I don't know how you call it when they're sliding and cutting the ice, you know, leaving all that slush everywhere, you know. So you get these like like crew members and like like some of them, like four hot chicks coming in with like 
really short skirt, just with the shovels just coming in. You got the Zamboni machine coming in, just real tight shit, like I said. Just and then they start playing again. Um, so, but yeah, a lot of cheering last night, a lot of cheering from the, the from the rides. My favorite ride was probably Transformers. Second would be Harry Potter, even though it made me a little nauseous. Despicable Me ride used to be the Terminator Two one. I don't know if you guys ever read that one. I think I remember that when I was a kid. Okay, that one, yeah, that one was cool because that one was like live act actors coming into the, on stage, and and it was a three D on the screen too. So when you wore your three D glasses, they had those like little flying things coming at you. It was that was badass. I mean, especially being Terminator fan. I mean, come on, how can yeah, you of course. You're right. I mean, come on, you know. Yeah, I was I was too young to be a Terminator fan, um, in the sense of I am now, yeah. but um, I do vaguely remember that. But like I said, I was I was a little kid. Yeah, so, um, no, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, uh, I know I was cracking. It was some applesauce. Yeah, because the Simpsons ride, the one of the teenagers is like the the guy that's gonna give you on the ride, and he's like, "Oh man, hope I don't get fired from this job." So mm-hmm. I kept talking like him because my voice was cracking. So I was like, "Oh my, I sound just like him." Um, and he's reading his algebra test, and uh, it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, that that one's that ride's cool too because it's all like the um, lead up to it, it's all animation from the Simpsons, you know, so it's perfect, you know. While you're waiting, Krusty goes, uh, just another 45 minutes before we get into the ride. You're like, oh, shit, come on. He's like, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Like, actually, if it was, you know, um, uh, like a full time, like, because we, cause we got to that part at the end of the night once Peter left us. So we wanted to do a couple more rides, um, like the Spickle V one and the Simpsons. And the Simpsons one used to be the Back to the Future. And I don't know if you ever rode that one, Harley. I don't remember. Ryan and DeLorean. Yeah, Reed said the Back no, to the Future. I don't think so. The Simpson ride is old and busted. <laughs> That's funny. To me, 3D screen rides is no bueno. Yeah, no, it makes me nauseous. It's kind of weird. Like you, you miss like doing some of the. I mean, it's cool, and it's, I guess it's easy to do. So I don't know. But uh, I don't hate LeBron. Read, you're funny. Yeah, it was an awesome weekend. I couldn't believe it. I mean, it was just so much. I, I, we just packed in so much. It was. Uh, I drove to. I drove in LA freeway. That was a. That was another roller coaster. Driving there to get to Staples Center. That's another. The chores it is always um, an adventure for sure. Absolutely. Um, um, what else? Let's see. Yeah, I mean that's it. I mean that was my weekend. I mean, <laughs> Kings game, Universal, and uh, and uh, the Warriors Clippers game that went to overtime. That's funny because last me and Amy went to our first basketball game it was the Lakers versus the Warriors, and that game went to overtime, and the Lakers won. So, nice. Yeah, so a lot of scream, like I said, from the basketball game, from the rides. Just seeing the kids freaking out. Like, that was my biggest thing. I wanted them to have, um, just to enjoy. But the thing is, they're fucking spoiled now because their first fucking time going to a theme park, they had private VIP experience. How can I compete? How can I take them to general mission? How can I make them wait in line now? <laughs> I go, crew, this doesn't always happen. We usually have to wait 45 minutes to get in this ride, right? Just, you know, he's like, no. Nah. He's like, he lifts up his lanyard, puts it in my face. Goes, no, we're VIP. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know that, but... Well, if we come again, <laughs> we're going to be in the you know the waiting line, and he's like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "Just so you know that we're you know this is a special occasion. Like we're VIP right now. You get in front of the line. Like I don't know that the I don't know. I'm like I felt bad. Like these kids, you know, are going to know like next time we come, everything we have to wait in line. Like what's this wait in line bullshit? Yeah, you better cuff up some change to get that VIP. <laughs> but I think it is cheaper if we get in a big group. I think it may, you know they kind of discounted man, but. And it's a, it was a lot of fun, man. Like I said, seeing crew like just wilding out. Like I think his favorite parts were all the roller coasters, man. I mean, he was fucking the Fast and Furious one. Like, dude, they put these harness on you. Like they're like 
lady's throwing the like a like a harness go here hold on to this because like our trolley's obviously too slow you know but then the charger lifts up on two wheels and he's hauling ass and then the trolley goes faster if for some reason it fucking works man those 3d screens like i don't know how i was gonna be a fan of them but you know, when the cars shake and the and the king kong lands on top of it and shakes it it's you know it's like this is kind of neat it kind of works you know um, um but i guess but like i said too much of it, it can it can get you a little dizzy you know what i mean so you kind of kind of like be, like do one, wait a while, then go to another one. So motion sickness. The one when I was bummed out, I wanted them to ride Jurassic Park. I just, oh god, I wish that would have been open. That would have made the experience like uh, better. But like I said, walking around the town hall, Back to the Future it was incredible. So just like I said, just seeing them eyes light up when Bruce jumped on them and all that stuff, and seeing them all geeking out was just that was my thing. I just wanted them to just have a good time. Cause I remember going to my first time, like seeing like the eighteen van, seeing the DeLorean. Walk, getting inside the kit car, you know, Night Riders car, you know, full on eighties right there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And our, and then the 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 Waterworld show was Miami Vice. Talk about eighties, you know? Wow. They had, a, they had a Conan show, fucking, you know? Do you remember that show? Uh, no. You can always go on YouTube and look up old uh, Universal shows, man. Because I saw a video of a guy's camcorder from like the eighties, and he's he's got all that old school stuff, and it's really neat to see. But yeah, man. Yeah, that was my weekend, man. There was a lot. I had to work today. I was like, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Oh, that's crazy. That's something like voice all Gregly. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was, uh, what an awesome weekend. Yeah, it was, Reed. It was insane. So, um, yeah, I think that concludes episode, uh, 429 of the Bad Boys podcast. We just randomly ranted all things movies. And, uh, Reed. What's that? Congratulations, Reed. That's right, becoming a three-time champ. Probably the first three-time champ, right? Uh, yeah, probably. And congratulations to Angelina. Second place. Absolutely, that's right. Doing it for a couple... couple Tony's fucking bat. Showing these dudes how it's done, you know? Yeah, so I'm I'm impressed. I I think we she definitely is... Uh, a force to reckon with. Could definitely be a front-runner in the next... In the coming weeks. Yeah, so. and don't be afraid of Harley. You know, if he starts making some moves, you know, just let us know. You know. Yeah, if I start laying cable, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's a perfect way to end the show right there. Man, I've been your boy Fonzo, aka Mike Larry. Say we ride together, Harley. We lay cable together. <laughs> MCP, bad boys for life.